1-844-887-3401 locally or toll free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon, Auburn. Welcome into Sports Call here today on this Tuesday. Coming to you live from our studios here on South College Street. My name is JJ Jackson. On the program with me today, I've got Brooks Childress and Austin Scott and a very good friend, Jared Dillard, hanging out with us for today's show. A good friend of ours. We go back many years and it's going to be fun to talk about sports as the Auburn Tigers are headed to the College World Series. We have got so much to discuss and celebrate here on today's program and man we've got a great crew together to make that happen so gentlemen welcome into today's show brooks let's start with you and uh, how are you today i'm doing great had a great weekend um did had great time i know you talked about a little bit yesterday but i had a fun time at poker run over the weekend thanks to everybody that came out and participated thanks to all of our sponsors for making it happen for the 23rd year of poker run happening out here this is my fifth year doing it It was really really fun up on lake martin hope a lot more people participate next year um yeah and uh it, it was really really fun had a really fun time at the uh one our stop called the tiki hut which is literally a tiki hut beside the lake people come up and get free beverages during uh during that time and it was just really really fun so um shout out to everybody that made that possible shout out to our sales manager wendy sound, uh our general manager brooke for doing a great job putting that together and of course uh can't wait to be back out there next year for another another great year uh speaking of a great year the auburn baseball team continues their great year as they roll through the super regionals got two out of three from the oregon state beavers get ready to take on the ole miss rebels a team that the tigers are familiar with took one of three when they were ranked number one early in the season i think it was their first conference uh series of the year was when they played ole miss earlier this year and I uh, can't wait for that rematch because it's two very different teams. Uh, you saw Ole Miss kind of struggle throughout the season and then barely get into the tournament. Now they've made a big run to make it to the College World Series. And the Auburn Tigers, uh, they, they've had a really, really solid year, really strong year. Can't wait to see what they do this weekend. Saturday is the uh, start of that. And then the Atlanta Braves keep winning, uh, unfortunately losing uh, Ozzie Albies for a a few weeks is generous to say um it, it's going to be a while he was placed in the 60 day il earlier today and so we're going to be without ozzy uh, ozzy for a while so hopefully the braves can step up and uh fill that slot as needed but another big win last night uh got a win over washington looking to continue that road uh, that road swing here uh as they take on the nationals and the cubs this week and um yeah, I hope that they can keep winning. It's going to be a fun, fun series up there in Washington. And how about Michael Harris getting his first big league home run last night? Big, big, uh, big time moment for him and his career. And luckily, it went to the bullpen, so they were able to recover the ball without having to like uh, bargain with fans or anything. Uh, but yeah, have a great, great time. Uh, had a great weekend. Can't wait to talk to all of our callers coming up here on the show. Yeah, Brooks, you hit on a lot of the sports last night. Big, big night for baseball. Uh, in our local area with Auburn and the Braves. Uh, really good stuff besides Ozzy last night. Uh, Braves on that 12-game win streak and looking to keep it going. Uh, we'll see if they can continue to, to win and put up big numbers without their starting second baseman. Uh, huge night for Auburn. Super fun to see them get back to Omaha. Uh, it was really tense game, really tense game. And uh, as Nate LaRue put it, just a really, 
really tight game sometimes if you feel like you just got to take a poop and you finally get one out and <laughs> Uh, I don't think Nate LaRue could have put it any better. Yeah. Uh, so really fun night last night. Uh, Tumor's Corner was was bumping. Um, a bunch of Camp War Eagle kids got to walk through that last night. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, welcome to Auburn. And, uh, yeah, really cool night, and hopefully Auburn – uh, has a good showing at Omaha this upcoming weekend. Fun night indeed. The Tigers head back today, and then they will leave tomorrow. So a very quick turnaround. They'll get to spend one night in their beds here at home before they repack a bag and head out to Omaha for the College World Series. They start on Saturday as Auburn takes on Ole Miss. All of our sports call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, Equal Housing Linder, Jer- excuse me, Brooks. As I mentioned, we've got a very special guest. The one and only Jared Dillard is here uh, with us for today's show of Sports Call. How would you give the folks out there the proper introduction for Mr. Jared Dillard? Um, I don't know. There's there's so many words and so few words to say at the same time. Jared's a good friend. Uh, me and him actually hosted a show together for a few years back when we were in college at Weagle. Um, the extra point, I would he's going to be quick to tell you that I was not his original host and co-host, but I stepped up and I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit that the glory years were when it was me and Jared going back and forth on the extra point. Um, he's going to argue that very harshly, but I there's there's no denying it. Jared, we're glad to have you on the show. Currently, the uh, TV production instructor at Auburn High School, and uh, yeah, man, thanks for being here. Excited to get you on the program today. I was just looking for a house today, <laughs> and you somehow <laughs> tricked you into being on the show. Got me into the like. I was looking at a house at eleven o'clock this morning, <laughs> and I'm still here at three. Yeah. <laughs> and here Don't we know what are. I'm doing. Here we yeah, are. Brooks, ask you, ask you, Austin how he feel how, how that happens. Yeah, because I, I tend he just to harasses you. Yeah, I tend to make things happen. And Brooks, no, it was not the glory years. It you was. know how many championships we won when it was just me and you. None. How many did you and apply then, to? And then the moment you left, guess how many championships I won after that? Too many to count. Too many to I count. I set the foundation. You, yeah, you set the foundation. No, I'm not even going there. Never mind. I'm sorry. Give a plug, though, Jared. I mean, we obviously spent time at Weagle together, 91.1 FM, and we were able to win. I say we, but I wasn't there. Yeah. You were able to win a good number of awards there. We were. We were win a good number of awards. Uh... The big one, let's be honest, is me winning Sports Director of the Year. Yeah, that's in 20, awesome. In 2020, um, but no, uh, a lot. Uh, I know Aiden Kowalski got uh, Sportscaster of the Year. He also won an Abby Award, I believe, that same year. Yeah. Uh, so we did win a lot of awards over there at Weagle, and then I left Weagle, went to Auburn High School. We've been uh, kind of slowly building up over there, and then we got some awards this past year. So. It's fun over there. You're the second Auburn High School instructor to be on the airwaves. People know a big member of the Sports Call family. Well, nobody Bill cares. About, nobody cares about him. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's, what, that's what I'm going with. Exactly. Wow. That's someone that you have lunch with every day. You were telling us. Okay. And so now here you are on Sports Call. Kinda. Okay. So the story is, at Auburn High School, I didn't know the teacher was supposed to go to the lunchroom for lunch wave duty yeah. for a year and I, for like a whole year I just sat in my classroom empty while they would go <laughs> to eat lunch until they were like Mr. Dillard why are you not in the lunchroom I was not supposed to be in there right so then I show up and then you know, I'm, you know Bailey is there along with some other people and you know, and, and we always talk. Yeah, you know, we're, we're you know we're we're, we're coworkers. Right, we're, we're, we're brothers. <laughs> and we uh, we talk a lot about the Thunder Chickens as well. We're now one week away from the Thunder Chicken oh, season starting. Please, please don't remind uh, everybody. And you're transitioning from a playing position to the head coach. Javon yes. Cutler has left us. He's off to Connecticut, and you're going to take over as head coach. Well, 
hopefully the, the bar is pretty low. And yep. by pretty low, <laughs> I mean the bar is in the dirt. You only need two wins to become the all-time winningest coach in exactly. Yeah. The, the goal is two. The goal is not playoffs. Right. The goal <laughs> is two. two wins. The goal is two wins. Yeah. If I can do that, I might retire. I think the goal should be you know a certain amount of games that aren't having to be forfeited or well, not for not forfeited but run rule. Well, I was gonna you say know? either that or the goal should be to win one, but like. By actually actual merit yeah. on the field <laughs> yeah. and not the other team forfeiting. Yeah, we'll see if we're able to accomplish some of that. I'm glad to have you here, Jared. This is a, a dream come true to get you on Sports Call. Oh well, let's go back to your previous statement. You hope that we are able to accomplish that. The answer is no. Uh, we're not well, going to well, be yeah, able to. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. Let's, let's just go ahead and get out in front of the man. Uh, what did you think of Auburn baseball winning last night and advancing to the College World Series? Well, in Auburn baseball fashion, well, I say Auburn baseball in Auburn sports fashion, I wasn't able to watch <laughs> um, because my my I don't know if my health insurance at the high school covers heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. um, it's pretty good. I don't know if that good so uh in the bottom of the eighth i got up out of my office chair and i said i'm gonna go take a shower because i can't watch this anymore right uh i take a shower it was a pretty good shower the water's a little bit hot came back and we won so if you're wondering who takes credit it's not larue or thompson or 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 tashera or my personal mvp of the whole series carson skipper yeah it was me taking it's the shower. It's you. Yes. It's you. 100%. Yeah. Uh, you're a Smith Station alum. Yourself, Carson Swilling, a part of the Auburn baseball team. He's a Smith Station guy as well. So he is. We've got some Smith Station players. Is there a Spain Park alum on the Auburn baseball team this year? Not that I'm aware of. I didn't. I was just genuinely curious if there. I didn't. I don't, I don't know that I'm aware so. of one this either. Is from Hoover. A couple of Hoover guys. Yeah. Uh, Farquhar is, is from Hoover as well. And We don't um, talk about that. Yeah. No Asheville no, guys on no the – uh, Oh, I wonder why. Yeah, interesting. No AC Reynolds no, rockets. No, no, no rockets Ooh. running any around Still anywhere. Bears? Hey, don't are there feel, any Robert Still oh, Bears on what team? On the yeah. Auburn baseball team? No, no. on any team. <laughs> let's, let's go with that. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, name me one Robert Still player that succeeded in something uh, other than farming equipment. <laughs> Tim Cook. <laughs> he didn't play anything. <laughs> exactly. That is. It, have we ever had an athlete at Auburn University? From Robert Stell High School. Uh, yeah, I can tell you at least one that was an All-American football player. Give it to us. His name was Joe Childress. Okay. Yeah. I like uh-huh. it. Yeah. I like it. Okay, that so was before what, we were... Uh, what, what, what was his relation to you? Uh, like third cousin or something. <laughs> yeah. I it think it's like grandfather or something. <laughs> <laughs> like third removed cousin. Yeah. Hey, you know what? And I appreciate his hard work and dedication to the Auburn football War team. Eagle. What years did he play? Uh, 56? No. Hold on. Did he win the national championship is what I'm asking. No. Didn't get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. To th- no, like, he, he no had- track and field athlete, Brooks, no volleyball player, no... Nope. There's got to be There's got to be. Um, the 50s? No, he did win. He, he was here in yeah, 56. Well, he, he probably should have won the, the national championship. 57 was the national championship. He's got a ring. No, yeah, he was drafted in 56. Oh. oh. Wait, we okay. We say drafted in fifty six. We don't do the NFL. I was thinking the same. Seventh overall pick to the Vietnam War. <laughs> to, the, to the NFL. I'm sorry. Played, Vietnam was in the seventies. I'm sorry. I meant the Korean War. Played from fifty six to sixty five for the Chicago slash St. Louis Cardinals. The seventh overall pick. Yeah. Wow. Well done, Robert. Still Joe? high. Yeah. Well done, Childress family. How dare you? Why is the field oh. not named after him? I mean, Brooks. Let's be fair. Out of the two Childress kids the one i like is probably still in mobile is he still in mobile he's still in mobile good job blaine wow 
hurtful. We need to name the Robert Steele Stadium after Joe Childress then. Yeah, what are we doing? Or 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 or, or, or t- Tim Cook. Or Tim Cook. What are we doing? I need that money. Hey, <laughs> let's uh, let's celebrate some birthdays. So we'll take a break and get some phone calls. 334-887-3401. But we do this each and every day. It's time to celebrate our birthdays in sports. It's time for today's birthdays in sports. Birthdays in sports here today on June 14th, 2022. Do you remember when Brooks' birthday is? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when my birthday is. That's cheating, though. I mean... We're the best best friends. And, Unfortunately. Yeah. It's by force. Three days apart. Uh, R.J. Barrett is celebrating his birthday today. 22 years old, a current shooting guard for the New York Knicks. Drafted third overall in the 2019 NBA draft out of Duke. Let's go. Uh, consensus first team All-American in 2019. He was first team All-ACC. National High School Player of the Year in 2018. McDonald's All-American. And the first player since LeBron James to sweep all major awards in high school and win the national championship in high school as well. R.J. Barrett turning 22 years old. Canadian. I love that guy. Eh. He actually had a good year this year for the I'm Like, real talk, he had a good year for the Knicks. Going to have a good future. Nobody cares but me. All right, uh, here's the Tar Heel for you. Sam Perkins is turning 61, the fourth overall pick of the 1984 NBA draft by the Dallas Mavericks out of North Carolina. He was an NCAA champion in 1982, ACC Rookie of the Year in 1981, McDonald's All-American in 80. In his NBA career, he averaged 11.9 points per game, six rebounds per contest in 17 seasons. Sam Perkins turns 61. Tar. Heel! Uh, Bruce Bowen is turning 51. He was an undrafted small forward in 1993, became one of the most feared perimeter lockdown defenders in NBA history, a three-time NBA champion, 2003, 2005, 2007, with the San Antonio Spurs, five-time all-NBA defensive first team, and his number 12 jersey retired by the San Antonio Spurs. Bruce Bowen turning 51. You guys remember him? That guy really could play some defense. Vaguely. Okay. Yeah. Born in 95. Like, no. This guy was playing in 03, 05, and 07. What do you think I was doing in 03, 05, and 07? <laughs> I was picking my nose in class. <laughs> turning 51 years old, playing for the Spurs. Bobby Witt turning 59, former MLB pitcher, third overall pick in the 1985 MLB draft by the Texas Rangers. Made his MLB debut in 1986, a 142-157 record and World Series champion in 2001. Bobby Witt is turning 59 years old today. Bobby. I know his son. Yes. That's that's all I could tell you about Bobby Wood. <laughs> Bobby Wood is turning 59. His son, does he currently play? Yeah, he got called up this year, right? To that's the right. That's right. Bobby so. Wood Jr., good player so far. Uh, Bruce Bowen is 51, Sam Perkins 61, and R.J. Barrett is 22 years old. Let's go ahead and we'll take our next commercial break, our first commercial break, I should say, of today's program. On the other side, we will have uh, some phone calls. James from Montgomery joins the program right after this on Sports Call. J.J. Jackson and the guys want to hear from you. Give them a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401. Now back to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call.
Welcome back into Sports Call here on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson here inside the studio with Jared Dillard, Brooks Childress, and Austin Scott currently uh, undergoing a weather delay here uh, as we've got a thunderstorm warning, a severe thunderstorm warning here in the area. So uh, be safe if you're out there driving the roadways and uh, seek shelter as, again, a severe thunderstorm warning currently taking place. We're taking your phone calls on our Auburn Bank phone line at 334-887-3401. You're able to listen to Sports Call on WTGZ Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. Brooks Childress, once again, the Auburn Tigers are bound for the College World Series in Omaha. Yeah, it's a really, really fun time. Uh, The Auburn Tigers going back the second time in the last three tournaments because we did not have a, a tournament in 2020 because of the pandemic, but 2019 went out there. 2021 did not make it to the playoffs, to the NCAA playoffs and then made it back this year. Big weekend in the regionals a couple weeks ago as they defeated Southeastern Louisiana, UCLA, and Florida State. Were undefeated in the regional. Then went out to Corvallis, Oregon for the Super Regional. Took on the Beavers. Took two out of three from uh, Beaver from Oregon State. And uh, Sonny DeShera had a big weekend as well as Blake Burkhalter had both uh, big weekends in those games that the Auburn Tigers won. And it's, uh, it's really exciting. Can't wait for Saturday to get here for Auburn to take on Ole Miss, and I'm sure everybody else is ready for that, too. Let's get a phone call in here. 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 9 Again, J.J. Jackson with Brooks Childress, Austin Scott, and our good friend Jared Dillard is here with us on today's show as we go to our phone lines now. James from Montgomery. James has called into Sports Call today. Hi, James. Hello, and War Eagle. War Eagle, sir. Yes, I am so excited to see the Auburn men's baseball team actually win a great game and beating Oregon State yesterday. It was amazing, amazing, amazing work that Butch Thompson actually put together. And now we just punched out to get into the College World Series for the first time ever in Auburn baseball program history. So I'm just going to see who will be playing this coming up weekend as well. So it's going to be really great teams that we're going to be playing against. So I think Auburn might run with uh, Old Miss and seeing if there's going to be a rematch from uh, the region, from the uh, regular season that we played against them at uh, Plainsman Park during the regular season of yeah. the uh, baseball season as well. We did play them in the regular season. Ole Miss won that series. They won two games. Auburn just won one. But James, this is not the first time Auburn has ever been to the College World Series. They went back in 2019. They've been now five or six times as a baseball program. Six official uh, trips to Omaha for the Auburn Tigers. So we've been there before. It's just always a great feeling when you get to go back to the College World Series. Yes, it is. It is because I remember my college uh, my as an Auburn fan, I remember in 2019 of seeing Auburn uh, go uh, that long ago in 2019 to actually see them actually play in the first College World Series and actually winning that uh, that first time, actually. So I think with, with us going back to the College World Series, I think we might win it again this year. I think I, I say we have a really good, strong team. And we have one of the greatest coaches for the men's baseball team in Butch Thompson as well. Yeah. And I'm gonna see how he's gonna how he's gonna improve 
this uh, this new uh, team that we actually have for this year and next year and maybe yeah. uh few years let's, down the line. Let's see if Auburn can win the national championship this season. They've got a lot of games left to be played, hopefully. Uh, we will say in 2019, Auburn unfortunately went 0 for 2. They did not win any games at the College World Series, so hopefully they can win some this season. But Auburn had three players on the team in 2019 that are still playing here in 2022, so they got three guys who get to make the trip to Omaha for the second time in their Auburn career. But it's going to be Auburn and Ole Miss. And then, James, we had two more SEC teams make the College World Series. So four total SEC teams get to head to Omaha to play in the College World Series. Do you remember all four of them? Um, let me see. I think it's Old Miss, Mississippi State. No. No, Old Miss. You're right. Texas, huh? Yeah, correct. Okay, it's Old Miss, Texas Tech. I mean Texas AM. Correct. Sorry. Uh, Tennessee. Not quite. They lost no, no, to Notre no. Dame, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh... So Auburn would be one of them. And then we got yeah. one more. So the four teams, Auburn, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, and one more school. And I think Arkansas. There Very go. good. Excellent job. Four teams in the SEC. And then also Texas and Oklahoma are there. So uh, they are future SEC schools. Yes, because with those two schools coming in in the near future with a great uh, football program and a great baseball program, I'll probably see in the near future with, with football coming right around the corner, I'll probably see Auburn and Texas actually playing in Jordan-Harris Stadium sometime real soon in the near future as well. It could be possible, that's for sure. It certainly could be possible. What else is on your mind today? Well, uh, with the NBA Finals, I was very upset. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, your prediction was a little off yesterday. Yes, it was. It was. I was trying to see if Boston was going to come back for me, but not quite as I wanted. But I'm going to see how they're going to do Thursday. So this is going to be game six. Of, yep. um, of the last game. So I'm hoping that the Boston Celtics would win game six. And I think they're playing game six in Boston. Correct. So so I'm pretty sure that's going to be a really, really tough. Uh, it, it's going to be a loud crowd for Boston. And, and actually, with all the players there, they're going to get into it. The fans are going to get yeah. into it. And I think Golden State... I think this is going to be their chance to just fall off and, and probably see some some great uh, legendary players in the Boston Celtics to actually win in uh, Boston as well. Yeah, James, for the first time ever, for the first time ever in his career in a playoff game, Steph Curry did not make a three-point shot last night. Steph Curry did not make a single three-pointer, and yet the Warriors still won. Yes, I actually did have that actually pick when um, I do the NBA Pick'em uh, game, and they were actually You thought Steph playing. wouldn't make a three-pointer? And it came out awesome with that one as well. So I actually won a couple of points on that one. So I was right that Steph Curry was not going to make a three-point shot 
and yet in last night game as well so i'm very happy about that as well well done well done what about your dallas mavericks our buddy jared here that's in studio he's a mavericks fan too james yeah hey jared i ain't i ain't know uh, i ain't even get to introduce myself to you hey welcome to the uh, mavericks uh uh nation hey you know i i've always loved the mavericks since uh when I played Little League basketball, I played on the Mavericks, and that's when that blossomed, and I was able to at least see the Mavericks win one NBA Finals. Uh, now, I would love them to win the Western Conference Finals this year, but it's all right. We got our boy Luka. We just need a we just need a center now. Yeah, so we really do need a center as well. So I'm just trying to see who we're going to have on our board, on our draft board. So I'm just pretty sure that we might get somebody like from Duke or North Carolina or Tennessee, somewhere somewhere along those lines as well that has a great center, a great centerpiece in uh, in the Dallas Mavericks uh, matchup as well. About that, James, I, I saw on one of these draft boards, I believe it was CBS, they had Walker Kessler to the Dallas Mavericks. How do you feel about that being a, an Auburn basketball fan and a Dallas Mavericks fan? Um... Well, that with Walker Kessler coming to Dallas, I'm very, very happy because he has like a seven, a seven-one wingspan. So I think that's going to be good for us. And actually, with him, he reminds me of um, of Dallas Mavericks uh, legend uh, Dirk Nowitzki. So he has that Dirk Nowitzki type uh, body to him as well. He's a big guy, and he could shoot it a little bit. I don't think he's as talented as Dirk certainly is. Dirk's an all-time great, but that would be fun for me to see Walker Kessler play with your Mavericks. Yes, as well. So if they actually pick Walker Kessler, I'm actually going to probably see what he's really going to do in the um, in the G League before he actually hits the NBA yeah. um, roster as well because with my other team that's affiliated with the Dallas Mavericks, the Texas, Legends, I think legends. Um, I think Walker Kessler have to walk into that team and and seeing what they're what they're really going to look at when he actually comes to the G League this uh, this coming up summer as well. We'll see, we'll see. Hey, Jared is also an Indianapolis Colts fan. James, can you tell us any fun facts about the Colts? Well, actually, um, I do know some fun facts about the Indianapolis Colts. Now, before they were called the Indianapolis Colts, they were called the Baltimore Colts back in the day. And the Baltimore Colts actually were in the the AFC uh, division and before they were in the NFC division. So they played a lot of teams like the uh, Dallas, um, like the Houston Texans, which which is now the Kansas City Chiefs and and they really had some great great guys in uh, that were being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame that played with the Baltimore Colts, which is now the Indianapolis Colts. And one of those Hall of Famers now that's in the Hall of Fame is no other than Peyton Manning, and he's one of the uh, he's one of the general managers of a team now. For I think for like a, a college team that he actually put together as well with his uh, college um, his college career as well with his younger brother Eli Manning as well. So his uh, he had they actually have another brother that is will be actually going to the University of Alabama this coming up uh, fall of 2022. 
Yeah, uh, Arch Manning is who you're talking about, and that's actually his nephew. And he hasn't officially decided where he's going to go to school. Alabama is a possibility, but Arch Manning is the nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning. Yes, as well. And then with the NFL season coming around, um, I've just, you know, for for me as being an NFL fan for so many years, uh, for the first time ever, I'm going to actually see two great teams uh, play in in the Hall of Fame uh, game this year. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders will be playing uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, so that's going to be a really good good game as well. But um, before that game actually kicks off in August, they're actually doing something for the first time ever in their what is that? football Hall of Fame. They're actually adding the USFL championship on June the 25th through June the 26th in Canton, Ohio. So the Birmingham Stallions have a good chance of winning this coming up weekend to actually add yeah. their name into the uh, into Canton as well. So it will be uh, Birmingham's first time ever going to Canton since 1982 as well. We'll see. We'll certainly see. Well, look, you've been able to tell us a whole lot. I think Jared's enjoyed his first conversation with you, James, and we appreciate you reaching out. What can you tell Jared about Marie? Tell him about Marie. Oh, oh. well, actually, me and my girl, we're actually we're going strong as well. So it's, it's kind of a toss up right now. So we're just uh, taking a little break right now. So I'm just, you know, upset with her right now. So I'm just trying you to broke up. No, no, we're we're actually mad at each other right now. So it's you, you, um, you ever watch Friends with Ross and Rachel? Yeah, <laughs> that's where that's where we're heading. Yeah. Right now. What what what'd yeah. you get upset with her about, James? Uh, it, it's too too hard to to determine right now. I, I just don't understand. You know, I'm a nice guy, but she doesn't see it. And other women, they actually see that I'm a really nice guy as well. So I'm just trying to, like, not cut the rope here on, on our relationship. I'm not trying to cut it. So things could still work between you and Marie, possibly. Yeah, so if it doesn't work out, then I'll just have to just, you know, end it. And I know it's going to hurt, but it's going to hurt her. And it's, I, I don't understand it. I'm... I just really don't understand why she's doing me like this. Yeah, well, you're a nice guy, James, and I know there's going to be a lucky lady out there uh, that'll call you theirs one day, and uh, you know that you'll be able to get through this, and you got a couple of really good friends in us here on the Sports Call Show, okay? All right, sounds good, and War Eagle, talk to you all on Wednesday. All right, talk to you tomorrow. War Eagle, James. All right. All right, that's our good pal James from Montgomery joining us there on our Auburn Bank phone line. Good to hear from James. Good little history lesson, Jared, about your Colts. Can we go to break? <laughs> and some of the teams uh, that you certainly like. And, and, yeah, let's take a quick break, and we'll have more of your phone calls, thoughts. We've got trivia today, player of the week, NBA war, Justin Ferguson, and more all due up on this Tuesday edition of Sports Call, Tiger 95.9. Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. This is Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9.
Welcome back into the program. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM. JJ Jackson, Jared Dillard, Brooks Childress here inside our studio. Austin Scott will be back with us momentarily. Coming up, we've got Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer stopping by. Uh, Brooks Childress is going to take on Austin Scott and Sports Call Trivia. Oh, no. And then, Brooks, you're competing twice today. Oh, You're going to have no. an NBA war matchup. With Austin Scott. Oh, who? Wait. Or no, with Jared Dillard. I'm oh, sorry. That's like, like, I got benched that quickly. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I, you, you mentioned Justin Ferguson. I thought you were going to pit me up against Justin Ferguson again and just get my butt kicked by him again. That no, you're going to take on Jared. Can you handle him? I think so. I don't think I. I mean, I think he's going to beat me. One hundred percent. You're ready, Jared. You like competition. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Auburn got the win last night in the College World, or excuse me, in the Super Regional, heading to the College World Series. Wish. For the first time since 2019. We'll see if the Tigers can get it done. They're going to take on Ole Miss on Saturday. Uh, what, 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 when was, there we go, English is hard. When was our last win in the College World Series? That's a good question. Uh, 97 was the last time prior to 19. That Auburn win. had been there, and Brooks is going to do some research for us That's to right. see if that was the case. But yeah, we were looking at it a little bit earlier, Jared, to remind people Auburn lost five to four. We don't talk about that against Mississippi State. We don't talk about. They blew that. a four-one lead. We don't talk about that. in the ninth inning. Why are you still talking about in this? Omaha in 2019? Uh, and then uh, they ended up losing to Louisville the next day or a day later, and uh, was able to, and that ended their season. Um, Auburn will take on Ole Miss, and then they'll play the winner of Arkansas and Stanford. Auburn has three teams on their side of the bracket from the SEC. And then the other team is Texas A&M, who's paired with Notre Dame, Texas, and Oklahoma. So, uh, in a way, we do have the matchup and the possibility of having an SEC versus SEC College World Series final. Yeah, I mean... Which which side do you want to start with first, ours or the other yeah. or the other side? Let's go to the other side. All right. So what's what's the matches over there? Is it Texas and Oklahoma playing in the first game? I believe so. And then Notre Dame and Texas A and and M. Um. Honestly, uh, I'll take Oklahoma and A and M in those first two games. To be quite honest, um, only really because and this this is me watching Squeeze play right. On on ESPN Plus, yeah. So do I get to watch the whole game? No, but I got to watch the highlights. How about we change the bracket before we go any further? Because Texas A and M is playing Oklahoma, and Texas is playing Notre Dame. Oh, good. It would help if I got it correct. Oh, easy. This (laughs) is so much easier. So who's going to win this game? Yeah, no, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go with. uh, I'll go with. Let's see. I'll go with Notre Dame and A and M. Uh, just the last time the Auburn Tigers won a game in the College World Series was 1997, a 10-1 to win over Rice. Oh, All right. In the loser's bracket. They lost the first game 8-3 <laughs> to Stanford and then got put in the loser's bracket, won 10-1 over Rice, and then lost to Stanford again 11-4. I don't like, I don't like the way that's adding up right now. Is it because Stanford's in the bracket again? 100%. Mm-hmm. And and Auburn would have to play maybe have to play Stanford in the second round if they win or lose one hundred percent. So it's so Arkansas and Stanford matches up against Auburn and Ole Miss on that side of the bracket. I, we were really close to getting UConn too. Yeah, yeah, they won the first game of that Super Regional against Stanford. Crazy and then, Super Regional, and then regional. things kind of uh, kind of fell apart. Let's look at some odds for the College World Series, courtesy of Bet Online at Texas, the favorite. 
Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball. That was his preseason champion was the Texas Longhorns. And here they are. Uh, they, they nearly talk about chaos. They lost that first game to ECU mm-hmm. and then had a crazy comeback. I mean, ECU choked. So so Texas is considered the favorite right They're now. considered the favorite. But plus 400. Arkansas is plus 450. Stanford plus 500. Notre Dame plus 550. Ole Miss plus 650. Auburn and Oklahoma plus 700. Texas A&M has the longest odds to win it all at plus 750. Really? Yeah. You surprised by some of that? I mean, Auburn's been doubted all year. I I, I know Texas was the preseason number one, right? Yeah. But where where is... This is bet online. They're they're odds. I... I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I mean, full disclosure, the only Auburn baseball that I've watched is literally the postseason, right? Yeah. And on top of that, all these other teams literally the postseason. So all the the road up to this point is what I've seen. Auburn's the, looked really dominant yeah. so far. The the road up to this point is what I've seen in the preseason and what the announcers have said <laughs> on the broadcast <laughs> about this team. Yeah. Right. Um. I went up with A and M last. I, th- I thought A&M was – I mean – I do too. They the, won their two games against Louisville. I wasn't, they're, aren't they a national seed? They are. They're number five national seed. And I know they're probably in a tough ma- – they probably have tough matchups. Playing Oklahoma. But that's still kind of disrespectful right. to a national seed. Right. Um, but Isn't I mean, it? That's I mean, a good thing to – I mean, because Oklahoma and Notre Dame, the other two teams – Texas is paired with Texas A&M, but Texas A&M is going to play Oklahoma and then Texas is going to play Notre Dame. Of those – teams right there texas was the number nine national seed yeah texas a&m was the number five national seed and i, I know that like at this point we're in omaha seeds don't matter you got Correct. here you got here it's time to go play ball but i just i mean and give credit to notre dame they have to be riding a, a big high after taking down tennessee right which honestly i just find that all hilarious because i can't stand tennessee yeah Fine with Tennessee. Tennessee baseball just rubbed me the, the wrong, wrong way. way. Yeah, just with their antics. We I talked guess, about it a little bit yesterday, it. and we we uh, antics was the word we kept. I mean, look, anytime you're cursing out umpires and getting upset as to why you would get ejected, I think you kind of yeah deserve to hey, be in that spot. If you're, if you're good, you're good, and let people know. But yeah. also at the same time, don't be surprised when you do lose. Make sure you lock the Twitter thread. Right, because people on, are going to be coming after post, you. Yeah, on, on the post-game you know, post. Turn the comments yeah, off. Yeah, turn the, turn the comments <laughs> off because they will be there. Yeah. Brooks, give us your thoughts on some of these matchups at the College World Series. Um, well, I, I can't, like we said earlier, um, the, the Auburn uh, matchup, I can't wait to see the Auburn uh, – that Auburn Ole Miss game play out because the, the because they played each other already this year. Auburn lost two out of three to uh, Ole Miss, and now you've got two teams that are in very different spots than they were at the beginning of the year. Right. Ole Miss had a tough tough regular season uh, in conference play, and then they fought. Their Ole way Miss out of the was the number one team in the yeah. country when they played Auburn earlier this season. That's right, and uh, and Auburn took a game from them. Yes, and so. 
it's going to be really interesting to see how that that shakes out. Ken, you would think that the Auburn would go back to how they've been playing at these uh, in the regionals and super regionals, where you have Trey Sprite going the first game and then Joseph Gonzalez. But uh, after that first game in the super regionals, Trey Sprite kind of got knocked around a little bit, and so you wonder if they're going to change things up, especially because you've got a few days that you can change things up. You've got a, a chance where you've got Joseph. You could start Joseph Gonzalez in that first game, and it just it, it's there's there's so many different factors there. I think that's going to be really interesting. Arkansas is a really hot team right now, um, but Stanford looked really good. They, they didn't look good in that uh, uh, UConn game, but their offense looked really good uh, in the next two after the Friday night game is what I uh, meant to say. Um, the next two, they, their offense looked really good. It's just the defense worries me a little bit with that, that Stanford team. and I, Arkansas can hit the ball around the yard. Um, well, hey, Brooks, tell me this. Cause yeah. You're the one with the laptop here. I didn't bring any equipment into the studio today. Who, what pitcher got the win against Ole Miss for us? Uh, was it Friday night? It probably would have been Hayden Mullins then. Um, as as a as a very rare connoisseur of Auburn baseball, is Hayden Mullins still pitching right now? No. He is uh, shut down for the year. I assumed he was hurt because I no, have not heard was, about uh, him at all. It was the it was the Saturday game that Auburn won, and so the winning pitcher probably would have been. Um, we played it. It was a. It was still Hayden Mullins. Hayden Mullins uh, was the Saturday starter. So can he, we ask him if he'll be ready for the game <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this week? The uh, and it was um was can it? I and can I throw in one more comment here? Yes, just because we're talking about the Auburn and Ole Miss matchup coming up on Saturday, six o'clock Central start. You can listen to it at five forty-five uh, at FM Talk ninety-three point nine. The series earlier this year, I was on the call for two of those games on the SEC Network Plus. One of those games working alongside Mark Fuller, and then the other game working alongside Casey Cooper, the former Auburn softball legend. Um, so it was kind of wild because, you know, the first game Ole Miss had won 13-6, and then Auburn bounces back and wins 19-5 to to tie it up one game apiece. And then in that last game, it was just not competitive at all from Auburn, and Ole Miss walked away with a 15-2 to victory. And at that time, kind of did look like the number one team in college baseball, and then they really fell off for a little bit. I mean, I guess if if you're gonna throw anybody, throw Trace Bright. I mean, I don't know what. You I don't think you. I don't think you change anything. I think no, you keep it the no. way what's working, and uh, you've gotten this far. So yeah, I think you go Trace Bright game one and Joseph Gonzalez I mean, for the second game. I mean, can it get worse than what happened in or- at Oregon State? I mean, it can. <laughs> what Southeast Louisiana happened? You could be on the other end of receiving that. True. Um, it, but I, I don't. I don't want you to throw your best pitcher. Which are we all in agreement? Uh, are we all in agreement that it's Gonzalez? Down the yeah. stretch, yes, yes. I don't want to throw your best pitcher in game one. I, I agree. I, I would rather, if knock on wood, Auburn. Your season going to be on the line. Yeah, if your season's on the line, I want I, I want Gonzalez up there. Now you win game one, then we can talk about you know that Gonzalez. You probably want him to pitch game two or. You may be comfortable with going with somebody else depending on matchups and stuff like that. Like the reason why Carson Skipper was in there for a decent bit, right, was because Oregon State had this weird four four guys in a row lefty matchup. Carson Skipper did really well against left-handed pitchers or batters. That's why he was in there for a decent bit, and that's why they needed him. I mean, also, shout out once again, Carson Skipper, my MVP yes. of, of the regional. I know this DeShera and, you know, 
Burke Halter. Burke Halter and all the other batters out there. But when we needed it most in game one and in game three, Carson Skipper came to save today. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And Burke Halter shut the door in last night's game as well as Auburn is heading to the College World Series first time since 2019. Brooks, if you'll go to Plainsman parking lot. Kevin Ives' uh, profile there at AUPPL on Twitter. Kevin was on the show a moment ago. He put out just amazing graphics as he does every year. He's got his College World Series crib sheet. And I want you, it's just such great detail as he kind of lays out the distance all these teams are having to travel their road to Omaha. And let's do some geography with Jared Dillard. We heard him Please talking no. earlier about the Korean War and <laughs> and uh, the Vietnam War. And let's do some geography with Jared as well. As uh, Jared, I want you to try and let's let's go through. This was fascinating. Just the distance these teams are having to travel to get to the College World Series. You see it, Brooks? Uh, I think I see what you're talking about. Okay, what you got? Go through all those teams for us. All right, so from their respective campuses to Omaha, Notre Dame is traveling 564.4 miles. Austin, Texas is 840.2 miles. Texas A&M is 825.5 miles. Just a 15-mile difference in total from Austin to College Station getting to Omaha. And then Oklahoma is traveling 472 miles. So they're on that part of the bracket, Oklahoma is closest to Omaha out of all those, which you would kind of think maybe like maybe Notre Dame would be closer because yeah. they're more north, but I guess they're farther east than it would be north. Right. Um, and then on the other side of things... The uh, I'll save the the top one for last because that's the longest. Uh, Razorbacks are traveling the shortest distance at four hundred twenty four and a half miles. Period of everybody, Arkansas has yep. got the shortest difference or distance. Excuse me, four twenty four, and Oklahoma was four seventy two. Ole Miss is traveling seven hundred twenty miles. The Auburn Tigers are traveling 1,039.6 miles to get to Omaha. It'd be like a 14-hour drive. Well, the good thing they're flying, right? Correct. Okay, good. And then the longest, though, is the Stanford Cardinal, who's traveling 1,700.1 miles. They can take the bus. <laughs> That's a 25-hour bus ride. <laughs> okay. Like, like I said, they can take the bus. 1,700 miles away from Stanford to Omaha. Yeah, the gas prices are kind of... I think my favorite thing is that he also includes the the, the majority interstate you're going to be on. Right. I-70 for Auburn is, is where you're going. Um, I-80 for Stanford and uh, Notre Dame, so crossing the country there. Um, all the ones coming up from Texas, Texas, and Oklahoma taking I-31. It's just phenomenal stuff from uh Kevin and I say you playing some parking lot. We would expect nothing less, that's for sure. We have reached the end of hour number one of Sports Call today. The Auburn Tigers are heading back to the College World Series. How sweet it is. Alongside Austin Scott, Brooks Childress, and Jared Dillard, my name is JJ Jackson. One hour in the books, and we're rolling.
One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second hour of Sports Call starts right now on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson inside the studio today with Brooks Childress, Austin Scott, and Jared Dillard. Our good buddy hanging out with us on the program today. This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad Jared uh, is here. We, we forced him into being on the show today. I was only here um, for food and houses. <laughs> bringing back some college memories, and uh, this has been a whole lot of fun. So uh, we got to do some sports call trivia. And backstory for people, Jared used to be the sports director not only for the college radio station, but also... Um, were you the sports director for Eli? That was no, me. that was you, you idiot. <laughs> I was wow. the sports director for the TV station, but you had a show that you produced. Yes, called I was director, I was director of get this program I, I, development. I had a there you go, JJ. I had a show because I was developing program. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, you had a, a game trivia portion to the show that. I was such a big fan of that we stole years ago, and I've included it into problem. our program ever since. So what you're saying is that Abby Award that's on the shelf is partly mine. Yes. Uh, wow. Our website that we would go to get those trivia questions doesn't operate anymore. I don't know if you've I don't know that you're making trivias. Sporkle? Yeah, not Sporkle. <laughs> Sporkle's great. But we would do like weekly sports trivia. And it was the same website you and I would go to all the time all these years ago. And it would just do a great job of compiling kind of recent memory sports trivia stuff. But um, I said, you know what? Jared's back in town and let's try and set up a good matchup. So, um, Brooks, you're going to take on Austin. Are you ready for this? Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Austin said, oh, man. I don't know. I've, I've, I've never in my history... We can go back and look at my history of competitions on this program. I'm not very good at. Have you won a game at Sports Call Trivia? I have won Sports Call Trivia. more than I have. My biggest regret, though, was going up against J-Dug in Star Wars Sports Call Trivia. Mm. That's just, that was my, because I thought I knew, knew Star Wars, and turns out I didn't. <laughs> I've never Jay won a game blew me trivia. out of the Have you water. played before, Austin? I'm trying to. Well, no, I've never lost either. But yeah, okay. I didn't think you had played before. What's the category for today? Is it just sports? Yeah. Okay. Sports culture. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said Star Wars sports culture. Well, what's the category? Sports. What else have we done Calling? before, Brooks? Uh, we've done. Well, we did Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I think we've done like Atlanta sports we, for our Atlanta yeah, residents. We've we did done Atlanta sports. Um. I want to do an Avengers sports call trivia mm. and see how well people can that do with that. Deep. That could get deep. As long as you don't, like, it, you'd have to specify that you're going with the movies and not the comics because yes. there can be a lot of differences there. Yeah. 
I think we've done um, we've done movie trivia before, right? We've done yeah. some movie trivias before. How'd you fare at that? Not well. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah, not well at all. Um, so let's do it, guys. Let's let's get to it. Let's play some sports call trivia today. So without further ado, let's dive right in. These guys claim to know everything about the world of sports. Let's see how much they really know. It's time to play sports call trivia. All right, sports call trivia here on this Tuesday. Jared, we're going to go back and forth, okay? You have the honors of choosing who goes first, whether it be Brooks or Austin. Brooks, on a scale of 1 to 10, how handsome am I? Uh, 8. All right, Austin goes first. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to give me If you said 10, you would have went first. Ah. Now, do I read the question to Austin? Correct. Okay, here we go, Austin. Who leads the NBA playoffs in total points? In total points. The 2022 NBA playoffs Correct. or all-time NBA playoffs? The 2022 NBA playoffs. 2022 NBA playoffs, I'm going to say. Total points. Total points. Total points. To Not multiple. average. Right, right. Because some multiple guys have had to play games. more games than others. Sure. Yes. Multiple big games. Man, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to. I'll. Mm, that seems easy. I'm going to say Jason Tatum. All right. You wanted to say Steph Curry. I sure did, yeah. But yeah, Tatum's played more games, that's, and that's, uh, what, that's what ultimately I went with. Yes. So, can you? I'll keep up with score. How about I do that? Okay. That'll probably be best. It's one nothing. And Brooks, Yay. anytime you get a question wrong, obviously the other person gets a chance to steal. So one nothing, okay. Austin. All right. Okay. Next, Brooks. All right. Who leads Major League Baseball in home runs? Um, man. Just, I, just go ahead and put an X for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, the thing about it is I watch every single home run every single day right after I wake up. There's a Twitter account that literally just posts home runs. So I think... You what? Um, yeah. Every, they, it used to you're be talking a to a computer. guy that was logging what games he saw <laughs> yeah. on Google Maps. Yeah. I'm some kind of psycho, Austin. That's when you wake up? Yeah, right after I wake up, I watch every single home run. Does Grace know this? Um... No. <laughs> She's about to. She's about to. Uh, I'm going to say Aaron Judge is leading. Man, That's right. I knew that one. He's too. been on a tear, too, yeah. lately. I think he hit two on Saturday night. He did. He did, yeah. Man. Since All they right. moved him to the leadoff spot, he's not getting a lot of RBIs, but since they moved him to that leadoff spot, he's just cranking. Here we go, Austin. The Tampa Bay Lightning became the first team since who in the 1980s to make three straight Stanley Cup finals? Oh, there's no chance I get this right. I won't even be able to put a city in a what? Can I do a disclaimer here? Is that fair? Are you okay if I provide a disclaimer? Yeah, because Brooke doesn't know the answer either. So how about I help narrow it down for them? Something Brooke was putting no. Canadian team. (laughs) I still got to put the city in the It was a Canadian team. (laughs) It happened in the 1980s. There's not, the last I mean, team to reach three straight Stanley Cup finals. Well, and it's your what, question. Like five or six Canadian Correct. teams. I was yeah. like, let's break it down. How many I'm, Canadian cities have a team? How many cities are in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> do I have to say the full team or can I just say a city? You could just say a city. We'll just say Montreal. Brooks, a chance to steal. Brooks, can can you read the question one more time? The Tampa Bay Lightning became the first team since who in the 1980s to make three straight Stanley Cup finals? Since the night, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna think it's an original six team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Toronto. I didn't even know there was. Oh, Toronto had a team. (laughs) Yeah, Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Disclaimer. 
Actually, I'm not going to say can that. Can you I'm name wrong. the other four Canadian teams? I can. Well, the correct answer is the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, oh, I forgot about Edmonton. Answer. You've got the Calgary Flames. You've got the Vancouver Canucks. And then you've got the Winnipeg Jets. And there's oh, another one. And then you guys I think you mean the Atlanta Thrashers. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys name the other two. Well, no, there's another one. Who? The they, Ottawa Senators. The Ottawa uh, Senators, correct. Nobody yeah. cares about them. That's all we didn't. <laughs> that's all I was we didn't like, did them. I forget somebody? That's and I right. sure, I sure did. I sure did. We don't acknowledge Winnipeg as yeah. Austin. Got to get an NHL. All question. right, uh, who, whose question was that? Was Austin? So this oh, goes to Brooks. Correct. Right. Oh, Brooks, we are in your wheelhouse now. Oh no. <laughs> Daniel Suarez became the first Mexican-born driver to win a NASCAR Cup Series race on Sunday in Sonoma. How many different foreign countries? We are looking for the number of countries. How many different foreign countries have had a driver win a NASCAR Cup Series race? I wonder how many. And I will give you a hug if you can name all five of them. <laughs> One. How dare you uh, profile me that I'm from Robertsdale and I know NASCAR? So I'm just going to say four. <laughs> Five. It's five. It's five. Austin steals the point. Jared said if wow. you can, Jared said if you can name all five of them. Ow! <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. And was Jared so wasn't either. I was like, Jared, what was, are you doing? I, 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 was saw, I saw y'all too, and I was like, I said the number. <laughs> I was insulted. But okay, so Austin, I mean, you, Austin, you got the point, but you can't name the five countries. The five? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you said one was... A Mexican driver. Correct. So, so Mexico, Mexico is one of them. Yes. The United States. They are, are a foreign country, so they were not included in the five. Oh, I'm no. sorry. Five foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Mexico. Do I get a point for this if I get all these? Yeah. I will also give you a hug. A hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give you I a point. No. Yeah. Uh, you're not, I don't think you're going to get it, though. Let's not waste time. Okay. Mexico, Colombia, Australia, Canada, and Italy. No. You weren't going to get that. No, uh, I would have said is, I would have given you Canada. Yeah. It is Austin's question, Jared. But I got that one, right? You did. You lead two to one. All right. Austin. This is the first season in MLB history that which two teams were the first to reach 40 wins? The New York Yankees and the New York Mets. Yep. How do we feel about that? Meh. Meh. <laughs> yeah. Let's go Yankees. Meh. Brooks. All right. What is the name of the new... This is right up your alley, too. What is the name of the new controversial golf tour that Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, and others have left for? Isn't it the LIV Invitational? Yes. Very good. Golf tour, but... LIV is correct. Three to two, yeah. Austin's lead over... Brooks, how you feeling, shocked. Brooks? No, nah, I'm not shocked whatsoever. I mean, I kind of gave you a freebie. You like swung yeah. and a miss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in the dirt too. Like. I watched it go by, and I was like, oh. And the rest right. of the way, we're gonna have multiple choice until we get to the last bonus question. Yeah. How many questions are there? About three or four left each. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Austin. How many runs has Auburn scored in the NCAA tournament? Oh man! Here's your here's your choices. Oh, I get choices. Forty three, fifty, sixty five, or seventy seven. Well, we had we had. Well, I'm not gonna talk it out because if I get it wrong, Brooks. You could help Brooks steal. with the math. Don't worry, yeah. I've seen his finite math grade in college. <laughs> <laughs> grade. There's a reason I was a liberal arts major. Yeah. Let's see. Carry the four. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Uh, can you give me the last? The, yeah, give me the multiple choice again. 43, 
50, 65, and 77. I'm going to say 65. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Well done. I knew the regional was over They 50. scored a lot of runs. Yeah. They 51. I just couldn't remember. In the regional like, and 14 in these last seven, three games. It was 7, 4, and how many did they score Saturday in the loss? Three. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Brooks. Yep. Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler are both projected to be first-round draft picks to the NBA. How many first-round picks has Auburn had in its history? Three, eight, 12, or 16? And that's not including potentially Jabari Smith, right? Correct. Because it hasn't happened yet. All right. Um, So... Three, eight, twelve, and sixteen. Um, it's definitely not sixteen. Um, I don't think it's twelve. I'm gonna say three. Ow! Can I get the question again? Uh, Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler are both projected to be first-round draft picks to the NBA. How many first-round picks has Auburn had in its history? Three, eight, twelve, or sixteen? Hmm. It's eight or twelve is my gut feeling. I'm gonna say eight. Well done. Nice. Well done. That's correct. Eight. And if obviously Jabari and Walker go, that number moves up to nine and ten. Uh, and have it a lot recently. You had Isaac Okoro in the first round. Chima Okiki, first round selection for the Tigers. Um, all right. So it's a five-three lead for, or excuse me, a five-two. Lead yeah, for don't, Austin. Don't give me credit. Over Brooks. Next question for Austin. Jared goes to Austin. Austin, all oh, the Albies sustained the biggest injury of his career last night, fracturing his foot. So far, how many games has Albies played in his career? Oh my gosh. 501, 622, 727, or 1,045? See, this is where Mr. Ryan Lavoie would sit here and say, well, if there's this many games in a season, he'd be He's great. Yeah, yeah. He's so smart. And he'd be doing it like that. Um, I'm going to say. So 501, 622, 727, or 1045? The 600 one. <laughs> Ozzy Albies has played 622 games in his career. Had an elbow injury in September of 2016. Right. Other than that, he's been healthy. 2016? Yeah, that long ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've been watching him play ball for quite some time. Yeah, we have. Uh, 6-2, Austin's lead over Brooks. Brooks, the final question is worth three points, so you need to be within that margin in order to still qualify by the time we get to the end. Just throwing that out there. Saying that you're going to lose (laughs) is what we're getting with. Yeah. Brooks. Yep. During the Braves' 12-game winning streak, by how many runs? Let me let me re- let me rephrase that. Right? right. During the game's 12-game winning streak, by how many runs have the Braves outscored their opponents by? All right. We're talking we're talking differential here. Okay. okay? 17, 25, 48, or 70. They've been putting up some numbers. Can I get the the answers again? 17, uh-huh. 25, 48, or 70. He's going to get it wrong. Get <laughs> <laughs> so your hand on the button. I'm going to go, because there's also been some games where they've they've scored a lot of runs, but the other team scored a lot, too. I'm going to say 25. Dang it's 48. 
It is 48. Yeah. Did you know that I one? I saw it earlier this yeah. morning. Yeah. 12 wins in a row for the Braves, and they've outscored their opponents by 48. It's 7-2, to two, Austin over Brooks. Yeah. Austin. <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> Who is the only person in NBA history to win most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? Yeah. Phil Jackson, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Larry Bird. That is correct. Is that amazing? You can't win executive of the year if you're the executive of the Hornets. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I laughed. But Larry Bird was the coach of the Pacers early 2000s. Yeah. Took him to the NBA Finals. Coached uh, uh, Reggie Miller. Yes, and uh, ultimately lost to the Lakers there. But he's the only person in NBA history to win MVP, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year. Good stuff from Larry Bird. On to Brooks. It is eight to two. Yeah, I don't Austin. think I mean, Brooks, that I mean, you, 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 you've lost. I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to make that margin. Brooks, what college football position receives the Jim Thorpe Award? Linebacker, quarterback, offensive line, or defensive back? It's not quarterback. I know that. Um, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... Just get ready for the button. Get ready for the answer, okay? I'm going to say no. Brooks, I believe in you. I don't. Say, you got this. I'm going to say linebacker. Oh, defensive funny. back. Brooks. The Jim Thorpe Award does go to the nation's best defensive back. 9-2. Austin Scott over Brooks. Auburn's got like one anymore. of them, too. Jared, if people turn this game off by now, you're watching a performance like this or people still dialed into the end, or you think no, they've moved 100%, on? No, 100%, no. I'm not even, even, even I'm not paying attention anymore. I've, I'm reading the questions. I've given up. Um, we're to the bonus question. Can we give Brooks a bonus question? <laughs> <laughs> this is a true Thunder Chickens performance. Yes. <laughs> can we give it to Brooks? Yes. Because I, I, I know Austin can do it, but I, I, I just feel so bad for him. We'll have to change how we frame it, but um, let's give him let's give him forty five seconds on the clock. Oh, no. Brooks, forty five seconds is on the clock. I've got right. the timer here for me. Brooks, can you name all eight teams playing in Omaha this weekend for the twenty twenty two College World Series? Texas, Notre Dame, Texas A and M, Oklahoma, Auburn, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Stanford. All right. boy. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, still don't give it to him. <laughs> his, his performance was pretty tragic. Three uh, points. So you get three points, and Austin won nine to five. Wow. Austin won nine five. Congrats, Mr. Scott. I kicked you. are a, a sports call trivia champion. Thank you. How does it feel? Oh, you know, just everything I've always dreamed of. Yeah. I kicked a field goal in garbage time to make it more respectable. I love it. That's another edition of Sports Call Trivia. What was that like for you to watch, Jared? Oh, it was like a train wreck. <laughs> it was like Carl Edwards at Daytona. Credit to Austin. No, 100%. I yeah. am very impressed with Austin's sports trivia after one question is eliminated. <laughs> one answer is eliminated. <laughs> yeah, he's able to be like, all right, I had a 25%. The odds go up, and right. he's able to cash in. Do you want to hear uh, what happens if we were to run out of time there, Jared? What? I don't know. Time's up. <laughs> That was the worst thing I've heard. <laughs> that was intern Brooks. 
Time's up. Why do you sound like something? <laughs> why, why does that sound like a voiceover I would hear like Build-A-Bear? <laughs> I was auditioning. Yeah. Uh, this is not very good. Uh, let's take a break. We're back with more sports call. Justin Ferguson, the Auburn Observer, set to join us in a little bit as well. This is Tiger 95.9. May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Hi, my name is... What? My name is... My name is... Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Want more Sports Call? Check us out online at sportscallauburn.com. Welcome back into Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. All of our Sports Call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. As we now want to go to that Auburn Bank phone line and bring on a very good friend of the program, it's none other than Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer, kind enough to join us here on the program today. Ferg, we hope that you're doing well. And uh, man, what a time it is to be uh, in Auburn as the time are heading back to the College World Series. I know that you've been following along the fun with this team, and, and just give us your thoughts on Auburn heading back to Omaha, Ferg. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's been a whole lot of fun watching this baseball team. Um, you know, as those of you probably know, follow me, I don't cover baseball. I never have covered baseball um, before, so I've gotten to kind of just, kind of like with gymnastics earlier this year, just kind of get to sit back and just watch them and, and just kind of enjoy just seeing them in competition because of you know how much it means to the folks around here and uh they've been a lot of fun um you know sonny DeChera uh has been worth the price of, of admission pretty much every game but i tell you the one thing that's really struck me about this team here um especially this past weekend is if you want to give off a vibe and and make a you know i'm not very good at baseball comparisons but i can i, I feel like this one but works but auburn's bullpen right now is kind of reminding me a lot of what the Braves did last year on their way to the World Series. It's just tough situations, tight games. Every pitch matters. Every at-bat is huge. And, and that bullpen is just coming in and, and, and just was lights out, you know, in this in this series. So, um, you know, the two games Auburn won, their bullpen went, up, went you know, did just amazing work. And so uh, as someone who's a Braves fan, that's kind of the biggest comp I see is just – if you've got a bullpen that's fearless and can get out at the most crucial times of the game, you're going to be tough to put out. And when you do get a lead, which Auburn's offense is, is plenty capable of building a lead on pretty much anybody, um, they're going to be tough to beat when, when they get to Omaha. Again, Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observers joining us here on Sports Call today. As you mentioned, Ferg, uh, you don't cover Auburn baseball. Uh, you're mainly focused on the men's basketball program and what football's got going on. But recently on the podcast, we know that you had Bennett Durando of the Montgomery Advertiser to kind of get a better idea of what that could look like. That's a reason enough for people to go check out your work with the Auburn Observer. But talking about this Auburn baseball team and kind of the bullpen that's in place from a sports perspective, when you think about what somebody like Blake Burke 
Walter had to do with a one-run lead and to come in and get the final eight outs of the game. I mean, that's something that probably any kid out there is dreaming of having a moment like that and then just kind of sitting here thinking about the pressure that he might have been feeling. It certainly didn't seem like it, though, out there watching him. No, I mean, he is, you know, he has the skill that you want from every relief pitcher, and it's just kind of, you know, don't get overwhelmed by the moment. Just go out there and throw strikes. And I thought, you know, all of Auburn's bullpen did that, you know, in, in, in game three. Um, you know, you have you have a situation where things are tough in the middle of the game, and you kind of just start just mowing down folks and throwing strikes and it doesn't matter who picked up the ball for them they were just ready to go and then Burke Halter you know slamming the door like he did um just huge just so so huge and you know that's what it takes I think one of the traits of this Auburn baseball team that has carried him this far is when you play in the SEC West and you are tested week in and week out um you know in conference play against the best that college baseball has to offer you think about four teams are from the SEC or in Omaha, and one of them's not Tennessee. Um, you know who is the best team in baseball all year. You know you you prove that you feel like you can beat anybody, or at least you can hang with anybody. And when you do that, and you combine that with a with a bullpen that uh, is playing their best ball at the end of the year, uh, like I said, it doesn't matter who they're going to come across. Uh, you know in Omaha here. Uh, upcoming, I think they're going to have the confidence to think, "Hey, why not? Why why can't we be these these guys and then go all the way?" Ferguson here with us, Justin Ferguson, that is of the Auburn Observer. You can follow him on Twitter at jfergusonau. Justin, as we kind of look at what you've got going on there at the Auburn Observer, really fun newsletter, an idea that you put out there uh, in the time where content is paramount, and we got to find things to sort of talk about. You put out a, a decades team. Kind of tell us about this and and why people should check it out. Yeah, this was something that I just came across. Uh, it's probably been a couple months ago now. Um, looking through kind of media guides in the past for Auburn, I noticed that they had a list of all-decade teams that they had done in the past, and they officially recognized them. And I thought, well, I wonder if Auburn basketball has something like that. And they don't. Um, they did have a like a centennial team back in the day where they just honored a bunch of guys uh, from the past. Um, but So I just thought, hey, man, how fun would it be uh, to kind of just go through and compare kind of the decades you know, Auburn basketball is in this era right now where you're getting one-and-done talent. With players like Jabari Smith and Sharif Cooper and Walker Kessler and guys like that. I mean, you're getting players that are, um, you know, some of the best you've ever had. And so I kind of wanted to see how they stacked up um, to the past. And so, yeah, the, the newsletter today, it's free for everybody. Uh, you can check it out at, at the Observer. Um, but I, I came up with uh, all-decade teams from the 50s all the way to what we've gotten so far in the 2020s um, for Auburn basketball. Did a starting five and then eight reserves, kind of give them a full 13-man uh, you know, team like you do in, in a full scholarship thing for college basketball. And it's been a lot of fun. I think the first-round matchups are, you know, you can vote on them. Um, they're pretty – there's clear favorites there. I think the real fun is going to get to be later in the week when we go – through the semifinals and the championship because I'm very curious to see what Auburn fans think about, you know, how this era of Auburn basketball stacks up with some of the past because I think, you know, before Bruce Pearl came, 
the glory days were the eighties and then into the late nineties, um, you know, with, uh, what was the, with the number one seed team. So, um, yeah, I mean, you have a matchup potentially down the line. It's like, can you imagine, you know, Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler going head to head with Charles Barkley and Chuck person in their prime like that, you know, just kind of stacking it up because I think, you know, there's so much, there's so many new Auburn basketball fans for good reasons. Um, but for some of the older folks, and maybe some young folks who just don't really kind of know uh, yet. It's it's good to kind of dig back and look at man. The Auburn had some had some teams, and like there's you know there's an all decade team, the '70s team, probably not going to advance past the first round of the fan vote. But you look at the numbers that the teams of that you know players of that era put up, and they're pretty pretty special to see. Yeah, Ferg, I'm, I was just looking at it earlier this morning and just now as we're talking about it um, and and thinking about the recency bias, like you said, is probably going to help these these Bruce Pearl-era teams in the fan vote. But you think about those 70 teams um, and not having the three-point line and yep. the, the points being kind of skewed that way. Um, it's going to be really interesting. Is there Was there something you found when researching all this that really stood out to you about these older teams that, that doesn't get shared a lot when Auburn basketball fans talk about it? Yeah, I think the one player I think that's probably the most underrated in Auburn basketball history, and I say underrated in the fact that he doesn't get talked about at the level of a Barkley or a person or a Doc Robinson or a Chris Porter, um, was Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell, when he left Auburn, Mike Mitchell was was the all-time leader in points and rebounds. Now, the points record was broken a little while later by Chuck Person, record that still stands to this day he still has the most career rebounds of any player in all basketball history so this dude had more points and rebounds than anybody else had at this point he was an all sec player all four years of his career which is so rare um you know really in the in the record books he was a, he was a top five pick um you know in the in the draft like he's one of those guys that you look at and just say wow i mean that's a that's an elite, elite player. And um, I just think because the teams he played on in the 70s weren't quite as successful uh, as, as some of the other ones, um, you kind of you lose it a little bit. You kind of lose some of that, uh, that luster. But, yeah, I mean, he's just unreal. Some of those numbers are unreal. And then my other thing is um, we knew – I mean, uh, this was something I dug up, um, you know, during the season when Jabari was kind of going crazy for Auburn with his scoring – uh, but John Mangelt in the 60s, or in the 70s, uh, I should say, John Mangelt, uh, it's something like there are 14 40-point games in Auburn history, and he's got like eight of them, and he's got the top four all to himself. It was an era. Go back and look at, you know, uh, go back and look what John Mangelt was a senior at Auburn, and when he was scoring all these, he had such a ridiculous scoring average that year. The all-SEC team that year, go look it up. Everybody averaged like 30 points a night. It was it was crazy. It was a crazy era for basketball that I think kind of gets overlooked um, because, like I said, the teams weren't quite as successful um, you know, in the 70s for Auburn as they were in the 80s and the 90s and then obviously here recently. Talking to Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer. If you haven't listened to the Observer podcast, I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, Justin, I got a question from the podcast, though. Is the GO team making a comeback? Yeah, yeah. Painter's trying to make it come back. I guess I don't know if that's his way of saying that he's trying to do one again. Maybe he's just too <laughs> nervous to admit it. Um, no, it's, it's it's like basically as Painter points out, like during baseball season, you see. I mean, baseball players are like literally the only people left who are who are rocking the goatee. Um, really good facial hair matchup. Uh, Auburn and Oregon State was, and that that's super <laughs> regional. And I'll be interested to see what they've got up against them in Omaha. 
Where do you stand in the facial hair department, Ferg? I don't have any, as, as you guys know. Right. Um, I, I can't grow any. Uh, it's very patchy, very bad. I inherited that from my father. It is kind of funny. I have, I have two brothers. Um, one of them uh, is, is just like me, and, and you know, just you know, we're, we're just hopeless uh, to look like this for forever. And then my other brother um, has had like a beard since he was in high school. I don't. I think he got all of the genes, um, and I, we don't know where he got it from either, because like nobody else in my family pulled that off either. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it would be cool if I could pull it off, but I can't. Like I'm literally just like unable to do so. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm all I'm all for especially especially baseball players because they're just so weird by nature. Uh, <laughs> do crazy stuff with your mustaches and your beards and your goatees and stuff like that. It's a whole lot of fun. I'm in the same boat as you, Ferg, although I don't like to admit it, and sometimes I like to kind of work a little mustache that's um, pretty terrifying for others to look at. I don't know. I get a little bit of enjoyment of my peach fuzz. That, uh, no, you should be put... You should be put on a list with that <laughs> yeah, mustache. I, I want you to know that. <laughs> anyway. We are all thinking it. <laughs> Ferg, the time is always greatly appreciated. Give us one more uh, plug for the Auburn Observer and where people can find your work. Yeah, AuburnObserver.com. Check it out. Uh, you can you can vote on that uh, all-decades team. We'll be keeping track of them uh, throughout the week uh, in the podcast and the, or in the, in the newsletters. Tomorrow's newsletter uh, went back through and, and kind of tried to identify – true freshmen how many true freshmen can we expect Auburn to play this upcoming season uh, for Brian Harson's team and uh, we'll have a podcast on Thursday uh, you mentioned it earlier we had Bennett on last week to talk baseball because you know we don't cover it regularly yeah. we're going to bring on two guests Ooh. on the Thursday podcast this week uh, Adam Cole and Justin Lee of the OA News are both going to Omaha so we're going to get both of them to come on and uh, preview the College World Series for us so you can check that out on Thursday, mailbag on Friday, and uh, yeah, we've got we've got all that stuff uh, kind of clicking on. So AuburnObserver.com, check it out. Outstanding, Ferg. We appreciate the time as always. We'll see you again next week. Okay. Yep. See you guys. All right. That's Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer joining us here on Sports Call today. How is my mustache looking right now? Mm. Is it okay? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. As good as the I Thunder Chicken's you, outlet. There's nothing, there's <laughs> nothing I can say that it's FCC appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll leave it at that. Let's take our final time out of the hour. Sports Call continues in a moment. Do you want to join our conversation? Tweet us your thoughts on Twitter at SportsCallAU. I'm Britt Bowen, voice of Auburn women's basketball and Auburn softball. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Back on Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson inside the studio at Brooks Childress, Austin Scott, and our buddy Jared Dillard is hanging out with us in studio today, having some fun. Glad to have Jared here with us. Uh, a lot of trips back down memory lane. Of course, Jared currently an instructor of television, the TV instructor, TV production teacher at Auburn High School, as and is wait, 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 wait. And Bill Bailey. Just, no, let me just interject. Okay. The best person here from Auburn High School. Yes. 
and I want you to clip this <laughs> and send it to him. Right. So Bill knows that he's yes. the you're the, the best Auburn High School yes. person we've got here on Sports Call. Yes. We can make that happen. Let's take a phone call. 334-887-3401 or toll free one triple eight nine tiger 9 Celebrating the Auburn Tigers. Going to Omaha. Joining us now on the program is... Ward Dam Steve. Retired Ward Dam Steve. Kind enough to join us. Hello there, Steve. He struck him out. He struck him out. Yeah. That was a great call at the end by Andy Burcham. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, my heart, I'm, I'm going to have to invest and find uh, a heart defibrillator because uh, uh, that last uh, yeah, night, bottom night, I had to stand up. And uh, uh, what were you guys doing uh, for that last ninth inning, bottom night? I was pacing a little bit. I really was. I'll be honest. Jared, uh, it's his first time chatting with you, Steve. So uh, hello to, to Jared and Steve here. Tell him what you hey, said Jared. a little bit. <laughs> hello, Steve. Tell uh, him what you said a little bit earlier. I uh, Bottom of the eighth, I turned off the TV and I went to go take a shower. And I said, whatever whatever God lets happen over in baseball, it's going to happen. Because you couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I just turned the hot water all the way up and just let it burn. <laughs> Then I came well, back and we won, so it was good. But we're not done yet, right? That's right. We're not done All yet. Right. And when asked, because I love this quote, when asked, how does it feel? Uh, I guess I was Andy Birch. Uh, yeah, on the AU, uh, uh, I guess after the... Uh, I guess Brad Law was doing the interviews on the Auburn was Sports Network. Law? Yeah, yeah. I just read the quote. I said, wow, I said, this is going to be viral and a classic. It feels great, right? You know, like when you... Have to take a poop really bad. <laughs> yeah. Nate LaRue. Kind of yeah. But when you're done, wow, what a feeling. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what, you know, what possessed him to say that, but uh, I had that made me laugh. Uh, I'm still laughing about it. No kidding. So, guys, I just want to throw something at you about what happened here. Uh, and this comes from College of Magnolia. We only got three hits last night or yesterday in that game. You know that, right? Yes. Very impressive that they were able to still win despite only having matter. the three hits. It didn't matter. And we only had nine base runners all night. But that didn't seem to matter. But here's what didn't seem to matter to the guys. And I read from Jason Caldwell. I didn't think about this. And it wasn't talked about. It wasn't even used as an excuse by our coach. But they traveled two hours every day to get to the game. Right. One way each, one hour each way. Yeah. I saw Jason Caldwell's column this morning. He was talking about it'd be similar to a team flying into Atlanta to play Auburn and having yeah. to stay at noon in Georgia and travel back and forth. Now, what time is the team getting uh, in tonight? They were leaving at 4 o'clock uh, to head over this way. I think the official release said they should be back in Auburn by 10. So, a few okay. hours from now. Do you know if there'll be any crowd to greet them? Oh, I'm sure. They're going to be posting updates on social media, and I know there will be a crowd to greet them, which is well-deserved. Okay. All right. So, we've got the World Series coming up. Saturday. Right. Now, if I have to, you tell me, guys, but is management going to have at least one of you guys go to the World Series? <laughs> That'd be awesome if we were able to pull it off, but we're going to have uh, we're going to have Brad Law and Andy Burcham and our Auburn Sports Network friends go on our behalf. So we're going to be here supporting everybody and, and listening to the radio broadcast like everyone else. So it'd be a dream okay. come true to be there, but uh, we'll be holding down the fort and doing some shows here. So are you saying that the listeners and the callers have no way of shaming management? <laughs> we wish that were the case. Come on, management. 
Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. You know, one of these guys has earned it. If not you, J.J., I don't know who else. But Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. So about this Ole Miss team, guys, I know they, uh, they beat us two out of three at home. Um, but, you know, I'm looking at what happened last night, and I think we this team – uh, has faced a lot more advers- uh, you know, adversary, especially those those pitchers for Oregon State that no Miss uh, they can, can can throw at us. You're right. But do you see it differently? No, I mean th- this team has been through a lot this season, and to be here, being one of the last teams standing, one of the last eight teams remaining in the sport, I mean it's just unbelievable what Auburn's been able to accomplish so far this season, and and why not continue to have those national title aspirations. I mean, uh, the, 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 not only the pitchers that we had to contend with, but the hitters. When I saw number one, two, and three coming up for the bottom line finish, yeah. I said, oh and Burkhalter wasn't scared one bit. We were more scared than he was, Steve. Like I said, I, I was sure pacing. Was. I mean, I was. Because, you know, Boyd, he got on every darn time. Yeah, I think, hit a home he? run, and, and, and Forrester walked four times. He was one of the last batters that uh, Auburn had to face there. So, yeah, it was a really difficult task. And if we didn't get those three, you know who was in, who's in the waiting circle, right? Yeah, they, if, if we didn't get those three, then the Pac-12 Player of the Year was going to be due up next. So, for us to have done this, you know, I, I may, I may Truly be special. arrogant here, I may be cocky here, but Ole Miss, I don't think they, they know what they're in for. Yeah, yeah. We All also right. saw, so, Steve, that now that Butch Thompson is going to his second College World Series, six of the seven... SEC West schools have a head coach who's been to at least two College World Series. Six of the seven SEC West schools have a head baseball coach who's led a program to at least two College World Series. Who's the one team that hasn't? Alabama. (laughs) Alabama, the one team that hasn't. Well, guys, you should know this, too, about how good this team really is this year. Last year, this comes from Jason Caldwell – the team was six and ten when it came to one run game. Yeah, ten and five this year. This year. Ten and five, almost a reverse. Great almost job reverse. by Auburn baseball. All right, now when you see Andy Birch, maybe it has nothing to do with this. Tell him can can uh, the AU fan shop, uh, Auburn Sports, you know, fan shop uh, where they uh, sell these shirts. Can they not be a little bit more, you know? Uh, Fan friendly. I was going to get a shirt last night. Tell, have you seen what their shirt prices are, guys, for for the College World Series? I hadn't looked. Well, hold on to your seats. Thirty four ninety five. Oh my goodness! Wow. I was hoping I might be you know, twenty four ninety five or at the most you know twenty five. Nearly forty bucks. Thirty four ninety five, and that's without taxes, right? Shipping. So I said, "Good gosh! I mean, why don't they want?" You know, fans to to be able to to don't price them out so they can buy them and wear them around. You know, yeah. I said, okay, wow. All right, so guys, thank you for letting me whine and complain about that. But uh, I, uh, I I am looking forward uh, to this one, uh, and uh, I, I will see what a you know real decent uh, defibrillator might uh, might run me uh, because uh, in my heart, I don't know if I can stand this anymore. I I really don't. But uh, of all the teams that are up there, guys, do you, do you see any teams that we could not beat? You never know at this time of year, but uh, they're definitely on a hot streak, and they're hot at the right time, which is so big in momentum. An event like this, it feels like you genuinely, anybody could beat anybody. Anybody. It's a good field, a good competitive field. All right. And finally, guys, I forgot to say this yesterday, but a big war damn eagle to who? Mr. Deshaun Davis. Yes. A GA for Gus Malzahn. You're exactly right. Now, 
I'm glad he got to go somewhere. I wish they could have picked him up over here at Auburn, but uh, I wish him the best. Sir. Have you talked to Deshaun? Have you got Deshaun Davis. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there, talk to him. Uh, I have. I actually got a chance to chat with him yesterday, so wanted to give him a big congrats. And uh, we hadn't spoken a little bit. I missed a message from him over the weekend, so I wanted to circle back with with Deshaun, and he's doing really well, and he's excited to get that part of his career started. Okay. Well, if you do haven't talked to him yet, please tell him there's a. Big War Damn Eagle from retired War Damn Street for him. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys, I'm out of here. All right. Thanks for your time. My time, I know, is way up as usual. Y'all have a safe afternoon and evening. Until next time, War Damn Eagle. War Eagle, indeed. That's retired War Damn Steve joining us there on the program. Auburn just sent a press release out. The team will be back at Plainsman Park around 10 o'clock tonight, and then they will turn around and leave tomorrow at 1 p.m. heading for Omaha. So a very brief stay for the Auburn Tigers. They will not be back in town for more than 24 hours. Uh, really, just barely over 12 hours. They'll be back for 15 hours total. Hey, boy. So, I that's some math. He, he, he was gearing up for you. He was stalling, adding, taking, carrying the two. You could see the steam coming out of the ears. <laughs> so, a reverse Tiger walk again tomorrow? Yes, then. I would imagine. So, 15 hours. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Hey, but never, uh, never discount what sleeping in your own bed amen. does. Amen. Amen. And then uh, I'm sure they'll sleep a little bit on the bus and on the plane. Do you wear socks in the bed? No. Why why is that weird? Why (laughs) people call me weird for wearing socks? It's cold. (laughs) I don't think you're the only person that wears socks while you sleep. Brooks, do you? No. No. Absolutely not. No. Okay, maybe right now you are, but uh, I know that there are more people like you, Jared. I know that. Oh, no. Trust me. Uh, that's the second hour of Sports Call here today alongside Austin Scott, Brooks Childress, and Jared Dillard. My name is JJ Jackson. Two hours in the books, and we're rolling. Two hours of Sports Call are finished. Don't touch that radio dial. We've got one more hour to go. Whether you're leaving work, cruising around town, or listening on demand, we've still got some fun left for you. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. Third and final hour of Sports Call getting started today on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson alongside Brooks Childress, Austin Scott, and our buddy Jared Dillard hanging out with us here for today's show. If you want to be a part of the program, give us a call at 334-887-3401 as we now will get the opportunity to go back to our Auburn Bank phone line. Joining us now, Michael from Auburn. Michael has called into the program. What's going on, Michael? What's up, guys? I I, I felt like we all kind of jinxed the 
the, the the bad camera shots and whatever. I just felt like it got it got it's so much worse. Like the play at the plate on the bun. I'm like, I have no clue. And then there was one pop up that the cam- camera angle, the way they panned out. I was like, okay, well, Oregon State just tied it or went ahead with a bomb. And I'm like, it never even left the like barely left the infield. I'm like. I don't know what's going on. I was like, <laughs> but I was like, I just, I, I blamed, I blamed Tom. And, you know, he, he, he complained and, and it just jinxed it all for us. But uh, looking ahead, I'm just curious. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we've got Jared here, Michael, and he's the TV production teacher at Auburn High School. And Auburn High is so far ahead the rest of the state. They're winning award after award after award. And they do broadcast for the Auburn High School games. And, and Jared, you guys have better production than what we were seeing there. I have fourteen year olds that did better in <laughs> yeah. Corvallis than what freshmen in high there. school. That yes. uh, yeah. I got. I, I, mean, got I even got an eighth grader taking photos. Okay, yeah. and she does a very good job. I mean, it's like one of those like, hey, your buddy's like, hey, you know, check out this video of, of my kid hitting hitting it, you know, little league or whatever. I took it on my cell phone. It's a little little shaky, but you know, you can make it out. But I'm like, if I'm watching watching a television production like i'm not expecting that kind of but anyway um i'm just i'm kind of curious of what it, it, it and he probably won't answer it uh but i'm curious of what huddy feels about about going back to omaha uh and and possibly on that same side of the bracket of stanford that put them out in 97 if that has any kind of because for me as a student a like thought, yeah for me, you know, there's a couple of teams, you know, in my time at Auburn, like North Carolina and and Georgia Tech, that that we we had the upper hand. We should have beat them, but in those early 2000s bowl games, like we just like laid an egg. And I'm like, man, if I had a chance to just play them again, you know, and and, and of course the the programs have taken drastically different so Auburn probably won't play or it won't be a good bowl game to play North Carolina or or Georgia Tech but it'd be interesting to see um, how all that plays out no, and, and to hear somebody like Tim Hudson be able to speak on that from a different perspective now and uh, kind of in the pitching coach role that he's got compared to being on the team and performing then. Now, I, I would definitely would be interested to see what he had to say about that. Any, And I've heard this as a rumor. I haven't heard any kind of confirmation, but just looking ahead at like the project atmosphere that they had, yeah. uh, I've heard some rumors that they were looking at possibly trying to add some seats to the Green Monster, kind of like Fenway. Have y'all heard any of that? Do you think that would be possible with the power and everything behind that? But yeah. the bullpen, I mean, that that would be awesome to be able to watch a game from the top of the top of that. I had not I've not heard anything specific. I've kind of heard the same rumblings uh, that a lot of people are of how cool that would be to have sort of Fenway Park green monster seats up there atop. I will say in Auburn's regional, I appreciated all the the puns that Tom Hart and Kyle Peterson were throwing out there about the number of home runs Auburn was hitting out there to the power alley, the power surge, uh, the facilities back there behind the green wall. But, yeah, I don't know officially if Auburn is trying to put any seats in that direction. It would just be interesting. It and would then be. I, would I think people would really want to get those. Are there any teams or anything out there that, that kind of stick out? Like I mentioned, you know, the, the bowl games when I was in there. Are there any games if you had a chance to outside of the SEC, like if you had a chance, like, yeah, I wish Auburn, you know, could, could play them again to get the upper hand on, on said team. Like, is there anything out there for y'all that just comes to mind? It's a good thought. I, I'll need to put some time into to thinking about that because, yeah. uh, you know, you think about some of the recent bowl games that Auburn has had. I mean, and I'm staring at – 
Brooks's jacket right now from the Peach Bowl when we played UCF, and obviously everything that's Wait, happened are, since then. Are we, strictly, are we talking strictly football or just any sport? Any sport. Yeah. Yeah. Get me Virginia sport, back in that, yeah. in that yeah. arena. True, Virginia and yeah. basketball get, get still Virginia. stinks. Yeah, that would be interesting. All right, guys, I appreciate the time. Good to hear from me, Michael. We appreciate that phone call. That was a good question. Yeah. To sort of sit there and think about it, and obviously uh, Michael's got a, a few more years on us, being a, a diehard Auburn fan, just given yeah. the age difference and that sort of thing. He, but, he was bringing up stuff that happened when he was a student. So correct. I was to think of when we were and there. And 97 World Series, we were two years old. So yeah, just yeah. a little bit different framework for us. When, I mean, when I remember it, it like place. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the UCF bowl game is one that for sure stings, thinking back on, on how that one played out. Yeah. That was, Virginia in the Final yeah. Four is a good one. The UCF game, that was like uh, – Everybody has a different interpretation of what the beginning of the end was for the Malzahn era, yeah. but that was like that 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 was the the, the downward slope. Yeah, that, that I think a lot yeah. of the complaints started coming. Especially because if you look, yeah, the top had to be the Georgia and Alabama wins that year. And yeah, those were right after. But I think that one would probably be one a lot of people would want to get back because of that. But also, obviously, he's there yeah. now and everything that has transpired since. It, it wasn't a big like in terms of you know the the magnitude of it, it wasn't big but just from this year I'd like Auburn baseball to have another shot at Tennessee I would there love to see I would have loved to see Auburn take get another shot at those Tennessee volunteers just this year just yeah. in a regular season rematch he had tried to stay outside of the SEC with a lot of the matchups we were talking there with, with Michael, but I'm there with you on Tennessee. Uh, Brant said the Florida State game in the national championship for Auburn football for sure. Uh, that'd be fun. 887-3401. We go back to the phone lines and joining us now on the show. Tony from Tuskegee. Tony has called into the program. Hey, Tony. Yeah, how y'all doing? Good. How about you? All right, all right. Yeah. I'll watch Auburn baseball the other night. And uh, I played a little baseball before, but Auburn might have one of the best pitching coaches it is. That's what, what, what Bobby Cox used to call him, Timmy. He didn't call him uh, Tim. He called him Timmy. Yeah. Yeah, but that guy I seen him when he made those um, sudden changes and, 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 and you know and had to respect for the guys that he was putting in that situation. It was a tight game. And I believe that was against Oregon. Yeah. And, um, and um, that give a kid a lot of uh, um, you know, self-esteem or whatever you want to yeah. call it. But, um, yeah, I watched him and, man, I just watched how he substituted and and, and, and how that pitching is going, it's great to see. Yeah, they've uh, Tim Hudson has done a really good job with the pitchers, and of course, yeah, pitch- well, T- Timmy Hudson. Yep, Timmy Hudson's done a really, really good job with the pitchers. Um, he's uh, you know, Butch Thompson also a big pitching coach uh, when he was coming up before he was a head coach, so he's done a lot with the pitchers too. But uh, you know, Tim Tim Hudson has really stepped up, and there was a couple questions after his first year on the planes about it, but he's really, really gotten that. Uh, oh, that that. That didn't even uh, that didn't even phase me because he was a quality guy. That's right. And, and, you know, in, in in the pro, and I think Auburn going to get better quality pitchers with him. 
players itself. Oh yeah, because you're... I mean, I, I think it's going to want to want to be around him, and, you know, just because of the attention he brings to Auburn now. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got a guy that the players that are watching... He's a Hall of Fame, isn't he? Uh, not quite yet, but he's on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. He's an Atlanta Hall of... Is he a Braves Hall of Fame? Or, yes, or on the he will wall. be, yeah. If he's not already, he I is. think he definitely will be. He is. Okay. I think he's on the wall he all, is. You know, already. So, you know... Whatever they got the wall of honor. But he's a quality... He's a quality guy, and, uh, and I had, you know... And uh, I think he, he's doing a great job, and it's going to get even better for Yeah. Well, Tony, it's good to hear from you, man. All Thanks right. for the call today. All right. All, right. Yeah. All right. That's Tony from Tuskegee joining us there on the program. J.J. Jackson inside the studio with Brooks, Austin, and Jared. We go back to the phone lines and joining us now. Matt from Tallahassee. Matt has called in. Hey, Matt. I wondered when, 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 what, 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 hand go up for eagle. That's right. That's right. All I do is win. You got it right. You want to hear it? Yeah. Hey, Brooke. Hey, hey, Brooke. Hey. Hey, 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 Javon. Javon's not here. Hey. This is Austin, Matt. How you doing? Hi. Uh, what's up, Austin? Hey, hey Cam. Uh, Cam's not here. We got a, a new guy. Jared is here in the studio. What's up, Jared? Nothing much. How are you doing? Fine. Hey, hey, JJ. Yeah. Hey, hey. Before you do play the song. You and Brooke don't do the cheer, and Austin don't do the cheer. But I want to do. I want to do it for the new guy. For Jared. Yeah, but you get, let me do the cheer real quick. Then you, you play a song. Jared, are you ready? Uh, I'm hanging on to my seat. Okay. Whoa, Eagle! Hey, beat down. 48, 45, 63, 13. Booyah! Booyah! Bama! Rob Cunningham, you're field that beat you. Knock you out of the SEC championship game. And George will come to your field and knock you out, too. Yeah! Booyah! Booyah! All right. Let's do Let's do the song. You ready? Hey, Jay, what do you think about that on a scale of 1 to 10? That, what do you give me? That is 100% an 11 right there. I mean... I'm ready to run through a wall. I'm ready to run to Omaha if you're if you're willing to join me. Sure, give me a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All I do is win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I there we go. Up, down, up, down. That's right. All we do is win. We're going to the College World Series. Yeah, I mean, now we got to play Ole Miss, and I hope we can beat Ole Miss. We hope so, too. Matt, it was really good to hear from you today. Thank hey, you for the phone hey, call. We'll talk to you on Monday. Hey, JJ. Hey, JJ. Who's pitching for Auburn against Ole Miss? They haven't made an official announcement yet. I would imagine that it's going to be Trace Bright. So uh, we'll talk to you hey, Monday. Man. Give us a call then, okay? Hey, hey man. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, too. All right. We'll see you, Matt. War Eagle. War Eagle. Right, War Eagle. That's our buddy Matt from Tallahassee joining us there on the Auburn Bank phone line. All right. Let's take a break. On the other side, it'll be time to play a little NBA War. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Coming up next here on Sports Call.
Looking for another way to listen to our show? Be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. Follow Sports Call on Twitter at SportsCallAU. Like us on Facebook at SportsCallAU. All right, welcome back in. It's Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ, Jared, Brooks, and Austin. We're getting set for another matchup of NBA War here on Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. Uh, Brooks, yeah. please remind folks, Jared Dillard including, how do we play NBA War? So, two people, myself and Jared Dillard, can't wait to get embarrassed again, um, will be given a pack of NBA trading cards. That's right. We will then open the said pack, examine our players, and then we will be presented with five superlatives like you would see in a yearbook, and you have to match a player to that superlative, and whoever does a better job of matching it, according to our judge, wins the point. Do you like how Brooks said in a yearbook and we got Jared, the high school teacher? Man, that's pretty that's good. Right. That's well done. Who just now got into Auburn High Yearbook. <laughs> yeah, that's well done. Brooks is so smart. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see both of them. Let me see both of them. Okay, let yeah, you can pick. They're, you can't open them until you... You can't open them yes, until we, we open them together. Um, and you can only use one card once. So yeah. three players will not be selected. Eight have cards to, Have we ever had anyone pick their grabs. own pack? And uh, I don't think anybody ever has. This is a special is a privilege special. for him. Because wow. typically I just say, hey, this is the the pack you're going to get. And I just want to say as the judge, I'm the judge because I'm 2-0. and Yes. You haven't lost, Undefeated. so we, you need to take a little break. And I took down the giant. You took down the giant, Justin Ferguson, a week ago. That's right. uh, here are five superlatives today. Messiest locker. Most likely to be a politician. Most likely to be a mini golf master. That'd be J.J. Jackson if you had one of those cards. Uh, most likely to build an underground bunker for the apocalypse. And most likely to be the best boyfriend or husband. Okay, who's who's doing it too much, doing too much for their lady out there. Jared, you got one that you like? Oh, he just looked oh, He's right, ready. <laughs> wow, we're, we're ready for this. All right. Uh, we hear the cards opening. That's just such a great nostalgic sound right there. Opening a deck of cards. Jared, you're going to look through your eight players. Brooks, how many wins you got in this? Zero. Okay, you've right, never won. Okay. This will be that's a good okay. matchup then. How many times have you played? Uh, NBA War? Yeah. Uh, once. All right, you're, I'm believing. Messiest Locker is the first superlative. Oh, Who's going first? I don't know. We'll have Brooks go first. Gosh. Messiest better. Locker. Um, let's see. Man, this is hard. This takes some thinking. Yeah, especially when you're a more casual NBA fan like myself, yeah. so I don't know as many personalities. Well, and you got to think about which which cards you want to hold out for later, even yeah. if it's a good fit for this one. Is there a strategy involved? Yeah, in there is. Yeah. There absolutely is. Have you played this? Yes, yes I lost to uh, Ferguson. I nearly was swept. Came oh, up with my. the point at the very end. Yeah, lost. swept all five. Almost. Yeah. Oh my heavens. Yep. Not fun. Not fun pit, at all. Was there a pity point? No, actually not. I, was, I did. I did one. ultimately get. It. it was the last point, and uh, I, I know Ryan wasn't going to throw out it because if anything, people were rooting for the five zero sweep. Of course, yeah. And um, Ryan's a with fair how much judge. You, right with how much I'm talking junk and um, yeah. All right, messiest locker is our first superlative. I need some. I need some. Uh, Give it to me, bro. Some options here. Oh my gosh, I don't know. This Make is not a case. great. This is not a great. You don't have a great pack. No. It's all about how you sell it. 
Convince Austin why this player is going to have the messiest locker. All right. This is not going to be well done. Brooks, I need more confidence. <laughs> uh, messiest locker. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Maxi Kleber. Okay, Maxi uh, <laughs> of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, you know he, he he plays for a nice organization, but I feel like he can. You know he, he's a good. He's a forward. No. There we go. He's forward thinking. He doesn't have time to clean his locker. He's got to get out there on the court, play he's some a- basketball. Wait, wait, wait. He's a forward, so he's forward thinking. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's got to get out there get the practice, you know. He's, he's not he's not concerned about his locker. He's just throwing stuff in there, running out there, because Luca's already out there. He's trying to compete with Luca right. a little there bit. There you go. Maxi so, is German. Yeah. So he's trying to compete with the, the Europeans on the, on the court. So he's got a messy locker. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Jared, the bar is pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Give us a good argument for why... Someone has the messiest locker. The messiest locker, for me, goes to Montrez Harrell. (laughs) (laughs) Because Michael Michael Jordan is kicking him out of that organization (laughs) after he got pulled over in Kentucky with some not-so-nice thing. Yeah, not good substances in the car for Montrez. And there may be something in the locker. We don't know. (laughs) The FBI may be going through right now, depending on how much he had. So, message locker for me goes to Harold. You know? Well, God bless you, because Kentucky is not a nice place to get pulled over in. Well, you know, if if that's what the car was in the car, yeah, I can't imagine what's in the locker. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty that's a pretty easy easy first round. Who's victory. getting the point? That's Jared Dillard. Jared, you're up to a one nothing lead. All it's right, it's gonna stay like that. You go first here on this one. Most likely to be a politician. Most likely to be a politician. Uh, because I believe he would be a great ambassador to anybody, really. I feel like he, he's a face of the league. Mm. Diplomacy. Enos Cantor. Oh. I wouldn't cross Enos Cantor. Now legally <laughs> Enos Freedom. Changed he, his name. He fights <laughs> for freedom. Brooks. He is changed any, his is, name. Is any of your player's last name Freedom? <laughs> well, technically, that card is that player's not either. Sir, you did not answer the question. Is any of your player's <laughs> last name Freedom? Uh, not in English, at Okay, least. Brooks. Okay. Your so turn to counter. You cannot. No, no, no. no don't look. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. You cannot. This is for you, Austin. You cannot vote against Freedom in the United <laughs> States of America. Okay. That was strong. July 4th, That's, that's <laughs> really thing, strong. The thing about it, though, is Enos Cantor, oh, Cantor could not be a politician in the U.S. because he was not born in the U.S. and he's kind of controversial back in his own home country. Right. So, I'm going to go with a guy that's beloved in his home country, would definitely go back and would po- get a lot of people behind him. Nikola Jokic, right? Mm. You know, goes back overseas. He's loved in his country. Mm. Is it Croatia or Serbia? Serbia. Serbia? You don't even know. <laughs> he is beloved in Serbia. Not unlike Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor can't go back to Turkey. Like, can't. You Impossible. know why? Because he is a political prisoner from Turkey. Yeah, but he can't run for political office. Nikola Jokic can go back to Serbia and win in a landslide with the love of the people in Serbia. We didn't specify where they're most likely to be not. a politician. Yeah. This Cantor a, has been on a crazy tour. This is a fascinating argument It is, argument but I here. do think there's the right answer. I The most likely to be a politician, like you said, we didn't say where. Right. We didn't say the U.S. or their home country. 
And Brooks makes an incredible point here that Jared's giving me a look. In this canter freedom, cannot be a politician in the United States right. due, to, due to birthplace. And wait, cannot and wait. cannot return home and be a politician. Wait, but correct me if I'm wrong. Can't you hold lower level positions in government? Even being because even Arnold Schwarzenegger now this turned from, into civics class. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not from. Is Edith Cantor going to try to be the governor? No, he wants a bigger role. He wants a federal role. He's got a good point. He literally he does, does have Arnold a good Schwarzenegger is not from the United States. It's Enos Freedom. I mean, I'm so, like Brooks, Freedom. It's Enos Freedom. Brooks, freedom. It, he it changed does, his name. It doesn't say what level politician. So Brooks, I was going your way fully, and I'm, I'm Arnold back, Schwarzenegger is in office. I'm going back to Jared. Because I want to go on the technicality that it's not Enos Freedom on that card. <laughs> but Enos we know Cantor. the person. I want you to look him in the eyes and tell him that. <laughs> not Enos Freedom. That's, that's cancer. It's not Freedom. Brooks, two that, nothing you Jared. had an incredibly strong argument, but it's 2 nothing Jared. When Brooks. I've got the host lobbying against me, I don't think I can win. You're going to get this point because you and I go I, on many, many, many golf adventures together. Most likely to be a mini golf master. Who's it going to be? I'm going to go with... Uh, Jason Preston from the Clippers. Okay. Why? I don't even know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why? Because no one's heard of him. And what's he doing? Practicing? No, he's playing mini golf. He's not playing, getting any playing time on the court. He's out there mastering mini golf. That's true. He's an Ohio Bobcat. He beat the Virginia Cavaliers in round one of yeah. the tournament. He was great. Year. So he much fun fantastic. to watch. Had surgery this year. That's why he didn't get time on the court. He's yeah, an Ohio so, Bobcat. So he's out there on his crutches. Strong, strong playing, argument. Playing some mini golf. Jason Preston. We like it. Jared. How are you going to counter? You've got a 2 nothing lead. We have never had a sweep in NBA war before. Nobody uh, has ever won 5 nothing. You need one more point to secure the victory. Who is the most likely to be a mini-golf master? The most likely to be a mini-golf master on my end? Colin Sexton. Hmm. You know why? Why? What a cast didn't make the playoffs. They lost <laughs> lost in the play in. So while his player is not doing anything, he's not getting any playing time. My dude gets playing time, his team just sucks. <laughs> right? So they lost in the play in. But also, where did Carl Sexton play ball at? Alabama. Alabama. What are you doing in Alabama? Other than your sister. <laughs> You're playing mini golf. Right? There's nothing else you can do in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You gotta play mini golf. Do they even have mini golf in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, it's called, you know, take a beer can, put it in a hole. <laughs> right? <laughs> Get a golf ball and a stick and you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> the dude is vying for a point. He's vying you, you ain't hard. doing that in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. You ain't doing that in Tuscaloosa. So he's most likely to be a mini golf master. Yes. Who's got better mini golf courses though? LA or Cleveland, Ohio? Another strong statement. Yeah. You've got to make the decision. Well, yeah, I, then here's the thing. Both went off of the the downtime each of them had. Whether it be the Cavs lost in the play in, so they've been out for a while, but Jason Preston's been out for longer. And so I wait, 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 wait. Before you to give your point, can we look up if he's still an NBA player? Because I don't he know is. who he, he is. He is. J- Jason uh, Preston is going to get this point. No, just finish you his can't make the, make the claim for uh, uh, Enos Freedom when he's not on the card if you and against uh, someone that's not okay. In the but league. everybody knows who Enos Cantor slash Freedom <laughs> is. Okay, you said Jason. I, who? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fair. Preston. Boston, you need to make a decision. It is Jason Preston that's going to get the point. Okay. Still- 2-1. He just didn't want me to have to sleep. That's all it was. He's putting with his crutches. Yeah. I mean, I can envision it right There you go. Comebacks on. Most likely to build an underground bunker for the apocalypse. You're up first, Jared. Let me make sure I say this correctly. Uh, Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay. Yes. You know why? Why? Homeboy plays in Detroit. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Get shot? <laughs> <laughs> it's already the apocalypse over there. <laughs> there is crime in Detroit. <laughs> Forget Dallas and the Palace. It's all mountain down the street on Martha's Game Boulevard. <laughs> That's very strong. Sadiq Bay. It's all right. already built. You know what? It's you know what it's called? Classic. You want to you know what his? Uh, you want to know his bunker is called? <laughs> Auburn Hills. That's what it's called. <laughs> the Palace at Auburn Hills. Sadiq Bay most likely to build an underground bunker for the apocalypse. Good luck, Brooks. All right. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. Okay. Most likely to build an underground bunker. I'm going to go with DeMontis Sabonis. He's from Oregon. They're kind of weird on the West Coast, you know? He's got to prepare. He's playing in Indiana. He's, you know, gotten some of that Midwestern paranoia vibes going on now he's in sacramento now well in the card it's okay on the card it's okay it's okay he's in indiana sacramento same thing (laughs) same played for gonzaga yeah west coast and gonzaga's not a real university it's just it's, it's a bunker. It's they, just a bunker. They made it up. Yeah. It's, have you seen their buildings? It's basically a bunkers already. So Demontis Sabonis. Most likely to build an underground bunker for the apocalypse. Uh, I don't like either of these options. Much, but one of them is reasonable. <laughs> both of them. Both of them are stretches. Uh, I think because I was crying during uh, Jared's. I think Sadiq Bay. Is going to get the point because De- Detroit, <laughs> gotta love them. <laughs> the apocalypse might argue. Heading that there. way, yeah. Uh, so uh, Jared's going to get the victory overall here uh, in, in, in point yeah. number category four. All right, now we're just playing for technicalities and, and to see if. Pride. Pride, if Brooks can save face. We've got one category left to go, and Brooks, you're going to lead us off. All the right. most likely to be the best boyfriend or husband. See the thing about it. I don't like some of because I don't know NBA as yeah. well. I don't know if some of these people have like had controversial relationships. So I'm just going to shoot my shot. Here. Go for it, <laughs> Kimball Walker. Okay, mm. nice guy. Played at UConn. Went down to Charlotte. Had some fun times in Charlotte. You know, it's a nice Southern city, Southern charm. He was loyal for a long time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they weren't loyal back to him. Yeah, so he's a loyal guy, and now he's with the Knicks. He was at the Celtics for a little bit too. Yeah, in OKC for like a week. Yep. So he plays. He plays his heart out. Back in his and he hometown, gives, he gives his love out the same way he plays his heart out. So Kimball Walker. And so Kimball Walker is the most That's likely to be the best boyfriend. Well done, bro. That's good. That's good. I can't think of any bad drama with Kimba no. in any prior relationships or anything like that. No, idea I love who the he's man. Too. The Bobcats, Hornets. That franchise should have paid him the Supermax, and they didn't, uh, which was disgusting. Anyway, Jared, you were trying to go for the 4-1 to victory. You've already won today, but can you get the knockout punch here? Most likely to be the best boyfriend or husband. <clears throat> Wait, is, is the music playing right now? Yes. <laughs> I want you to turn it off. Oh. Turn it off. Okay. I've lost. 
<laughs> Give him the point. Every day I wake up, I try to be a better man. Every day I wake up, I come up with a better plan. Every day you wake up, he giving you another chance. I think we need to wake up my city madness in the dance. Who was there when I needed a hand? Where was you? First pull up your pants, how you considered a man. Dame Dollar. <laughs> Damian Lillard. Also an incredibly loyal player. Very to much franchise. so. He ain't leaving Portland and he ain't leaving his, his woman. woman. I mean, it's, it's a runaway win there. And he's For rapping the, about the it. Portland. Dame's yeah. going to sing some Dame R&B Dalla. and rap about it. Dame Dollar. Wow. Brooks, that was one of your best ones yet. He just had you beat. Every step of the way, Jared. Jared might be the. I mean, we might need to keep Jared in this. I want to go back. I want to go into the putt putt one. (laughs) (laughs) I have things to say about that. Um, As we conclude NBA war every single time, we need to know who the leftovers were, who got left out, who was not an option. Brooks, who did you not choose? Uh, Who's feeling bad about themselves today? Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Okay. Mm. Fun hair. Drew Holiday. Okay. Mm. And Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Kuzma might have been a play Kuzma somewhere. Might have been a play. Kuzma might have been a play. Kuzma, of all the random stuff you heard me say today, if I had Kuzma. <laughs> who did you go with for Messiest Locker? Um, that was. Maxi Cleaver. Yeah, yeah, I would Maxi. have gone Kuzma. Or Lonnie Walker with that hair. What would have yeah. been your argument for, uh, for Kuzma for Messiest Locker? One, just all, wa- watch him walk into the arena. Wears all sorts of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's just all no over the place. No way you can fit all that in somewhere neatly. Yes, <laughs> true. Well, See, I don't watch. I don't yeah, watch. That's all right. That's, all right. that's okay. Room. Jared, who got left out for you? See, in this pack, I had three hornets. <laughs> well, two hornets and a former hornet at this rate. Uh, I had uh, Terry Rozier. Okay, I love that man. Scary Terry. I have a very sparkly uh, Miles Bridges. Elite. Okay. And D'Angelo Russell. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, Jared played as well because he had four wins, but. Those are some strong leftovers. Yeah, too. very much so. Miles Bridges has started rapping because every NBA player wants to do that I mean, as well. I, I, I just didn't know how to bring in Putt Putt with those, those three. Guys. Yeah. Daniel Russell, I want to put him somewhere, but I don't know. Buzz City. Where he'd be. Brooks, did you win in trivia? No. No. Not even he close. got blown out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stop, stop coming on this It'll show. It's a tough day to be Brooks' children. Brooks pulled up for a buzzer beater three and still lost nine to five. <laughs> Oh, we need to take a break. We wrap up the show after this on Sports Call. Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. I'm Trevon Reed, former Auburn Tiger football player and national champion. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into the program. 
Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson inside the studio with Jared Dillard, Brooks Childress, and Austin Scott. I've I'm, greatly enjoyed Jared's time on the show today. I'm done here. I should have won 5 0. I do, I do want I don't, I forgot his name. Preston? John Preston? Jason. Jason, Jason Preston? I don't Jason know who he Preston. is. He's not an NBA player. And you can't go with him. That's because he's a mini golf master. Because he's a mini golf master. But he's not, he can't be an NBA war if he's not an NBA player. You can't claim Enos Cantor freedom if his name is on the card is not freedom. We yes, I can. Are he we legally a, change his name. Is an appeal of show, this decision going to take show, place? Show me John Preston Ashley. What's his name again? <laughs> Jason. John Preston? Jason. Yes. Jason Preston. John Madison. Wait, Jason what? Preston. J- J- show me his W9. They <laughs> played in the NBA, and I'll believe it. <laughs> You're I'm funny. trying to envision the the show these two hosted. <laughs> How is this not still a thing? I know. You know why? Because he graduated and left me, and I never... Oh. I never now we're getting forgave okay. him uh, since. Well, can I throw out a technicality for a moment? He's old. Technicality. He, oh, he had to he graduate. Is, he yeah. is older than you. Yes. But you don't have to graduate, Austin. To you be fair, you, you, Jared, graduated before him. You just then chose to work on your master's degree. That's not. No, that's not how that worked. He graduated before I did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He graduated December 18. And you graduated May, May 18. 18. He graduated before me. That's how the that's how no, numbers work, Jason. That's, that's no, not how it works. Not. May 18 comes before December no. 18. Wait, no. You no, he did not graduate before me. Correct. You left first, but you didn't Wait, leave because yeah. you hold stayed. Hold up, I'm getting my gas. I'm getting my gaslighting mixed up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he gra- He left me. No. How? Yes. How? Okay, because when you graduated, you technically didn't leave. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Jared, when you graduated, you technically didn't leave. Yes. Because you just started on your master's degree immediately after the fact. Yes. So you got your bachelor's degree a semester before he did. Sure. But then you stayed on an additional year and a half after he had left to get your master's degree. Two years, but who's counting? (laughs) Except for COVID. Right. It was two total years, right? Yes. And so it was half a year that you had together while doing the master's degree. And then a year and a half after that, you got your master's degree. A great man once told me that I let facts get in the way of my story. <laughs> so I'm not going to let that happen. Okay. Also, okay. technicality is once I graduated, I could no longer have a show on Weagle 91.1 FM because it is a student radio station. Right. But I also so point I out to... that I could bring on guests as long as it was approved by the sports director. Oh, wait. Who was that? It was me. <laughs> and I offered every single. I, yeah, I you want to no. come back on the show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said no. I didn't need it anymore. Right. Because when you think about it, our show, I was the brain. Wow. I was the beauty. Wow. <laughs> what was he there for? Brooks. No, the hit. <laughs> I hit him. I abused him. <laughs> I was there. But we welcomed well. you with open arms. Yeah. Brooks. The sports call open, open their arms to There are deep scars yeah. being, being picked at here. <laughs> and I, I want to remind I, folks, too, that Jared is the head coach of the Thunder Chickens. Brooks Uh-oh. isn't playing this year. <laughs> I want you to also remember that with all the yelling and verbal abuse and gaslighting that I do, I do have a degree to teach at a high school. And I currently, right. and I currently teach at a high school. And I act literally the same way. Yeah. <laughs> it does not change. Your class is fun, I'm sure. <laughs> I have students that love me very much. That's awesome. Very much. We, uh, no, maybe not. We've got to get to a nightly TV guide here in just a moment. Have you enjoyed today's show, Brooks? <laughs> it's, 
All right, hold on. Let me, let me recap Brooks's show from today. Yeah, there's at least was, two L's in he there. He was <laughs> attempted gaslighting here at the end that he left and didn't and had no choice to, and then got embarrassed in two different games. So it, it's been a, on par for the rest of them. <laughs> Austin, have wait, you enjoyed wait. today? I had a great. I won and I was a mediator. Right. So I've I've had a great time. This was a good time. I've had a great time. Ferguson was great to chat with. Yeah, you called him Ferguson, by the way. <laughs> that was weird. That was really weird. <laughs> in in I conversation, you I was, are you the teacher, Ferguson? <laughs> yeah. Pay attention. That was that was strange. I'm sorry. There. You know who's not on par? Jake Pina, whoever player that he played in his, in his game. Jason Preston. Preston. Jake Peanut. That's wonderful. Um, I'm going to get you. Why do you on the Mavericks next year or something like that? Jared, for your birthday, I'm going to get you a Jason Preston jersey. I mean, I, I literally don't, I don't, even, I don't have any jerseys. I'm so gonna, like, well, this this is going to be your first one. There we go. That's a good one to start with. I'm, or a jersey. I'm going to get you a jersey. What team did they play for? The Clippers. The Clippers. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ohio Bobcats. But calm down. They beat Virginia. Yeah. That was cool. You know who couldn't do that? No, don't say it. <laughs> the ref. But Auburn's going to the College World Series. That's right. You're right. Yep. Are we playing Mississippi State? No. Oh. All right, we're good. Yep. Never mind, everybody. <laughs> yep. Hey, here's our nightly TV guide. Our show is about to end, but we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's nightly TV guide. It's our nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends at White Claw Hard Seltzer. Proud presenting sponsor oh, of our I, nightly I TV I guide. Can't, I can't be on this segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. High school and this is not mixing very well. Uh, oh, stop by can... your local TK's I... convenience store. Come on. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Brooks. Yeah. What's on television tonight? First off, shout out to White Claw Hard Seltzer. They had a lot of their new flavors out there at the uh, at the Tiki Cut this Saturday. Delicious, yeah, like it's, it's some good stuff. Yeah, I did not I did not know them. On the <laughs> Six o'clock on Nickelodeon. Your movie picks for the evening. Shrek, the first one, uh, starts it off, and then what it, happens in that one? Well, does he meet the, Fiona? The main Shrek. Yes. yes. In yes. the main Shrek, does he meet Fiona? Yes. Okay. And and donkey. Do they get saying? married at the end of? Yes. Okay. At the end of it, they yeah. do. And yeah, it's yeah. like this whole if montage. They have to. Yeah. So does he meet donkey? Yes. And, yes. Or does he already know donkey? No, he meets no, them. They, they meet. I haven't he, watched. He that doesn't meet the best character in the whole series though. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Yeah. And does yeah. he meet Puss in Boots in the first one? Nope. No. Second. No. Second is the second. second. One. Yeah. What about the uh, cookie? Yeah. Or the yeah. the the yes. over the the what is it called? What? The what? cookie on top of the hill, Jack and Tumble and Jill. The gingerbread man? <laughs> <laughs> what on earth are you saying right now, child? The he, cookie did, he short, did he short circuit and we and I missed it? Like what happened? He meets the gingerbread the man gingerbread very early. Man. In the in the first movie. Where did yes. Jack and wait, okay. where did Jack and Jill come from? <laughs> because it was the gingerbread man sitting on the wall. No, that was Humpty No no The egg. I know what you're saying. The, the gingerbread man gets bigger in another movie. And goes no, over the wall. He's, he's confusing everything. I That's think he's thinking about movie. the end. All the short stories just converge in his <laughs> head. They just mixed together. Gingerbread Man, Humpty Dumpty, Jack and Jill, all separate. But all a part of the movie at some point. Yes, that's no. kind of that's kind of what the whole movie is about. I don't remember I don't, Humpty Dumpty. I don't think Jack and is Jill. Is Fiona also a ogre? Half. Well, you're gonna ruin it for somebody. Hey, we don't label people around here. <laughs> I need I need you to grow up. <laughs> 
I'm going to move on before this goes any further. Six o'clock on Nickelodeon is Shrek. Six o'clock on TNT. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Batman Begins, the first of the Christopher Nolan Batman series. That was a quote. It was a From phenomenal what? movie. From the movie. From what? Uh, Donkey, what said, movie? Donkey said something like oh, that. Okay, that I haven't seen Shrek in like 15 years. Well, I haven't either. Sports picks for you this evening, 6 o'clock on the ESPN Network's Athletes Unlimited softball uh, season is getting underway. That's at 6 and 8.30. Uh, MLB baseball tonight. The Braves are back in action, 6.05 against the Washington Nationals. I'm going to call it Braves lose tonight. Phil oh, Gosselin we hope getting not. called up. Uh, also at 6 o'clock on TBS is a doubleheader tonight. The Tampa Bay Rays take on the New York Yankees. And then at 9 o'clock, the Los Angeles Angels and the Los Angeles Dodgers going oh, at it. Fun. Dodgers Stadium. Um, and WNBA action tonight. Phoenix Mercury taking on the Washington Mystics at 6 o'clock. 8 o'clock at Seattle Storm and Minnesota Lynx. Some fun in WNBA action. And then the U.S. National men's national soccer team continues their trek toward the World Cup in, this, in the fall with the CONCACAF Nations League tonight as they visit El Salvador. That's at 9 o'clock on FS1. Now let's look at your nightly TV guide that does not include Humpty Dumpty or Jack and Jill, but it does include fairy tale characters in Shrek. And it's going to be on television tonight on Nickelodeon at 6 o'clock Central Time. That's right. Yes. Um, I haven't watched that movie in a while, as you can tell, but maybe yeah. I'll get that on my radar to do this evening to, to well, watch nine that again. minutes. You've got nine minutes to get home and watch it. Yeah, that's not... Maybe happening. I'll pull it up and... Maybe I'll jump in late. I can jump in late. Yeah, you can jump in late. You know, Don't it's better than me, not though. watching any of it. Hey, and I want you to remember something. Are you ready for this, JJ? Yes. Make sure Arbor High doesn't hear this. There's no laws on the clause. Presented <laughs> by our nightly TV guy. Yeah. There we go. You can. I, um, I cannot tell you how many times I heard that phrase at the Tiki at this weekend. We heard it a lot. We heard it a lot at our stop as well. Yeah, that, that's that's certainly a theme when People our good friends over at White Claw are involved. Uh, give me a streaming pick, Brooks. Uh, streaming pick for you this evening. I'm still in the middle of Grey's Anatomy, so keep watching Grey's Anatomy if you're on this journey with me that I've never asked anybody It's to never going to end. I, I saw they've got season 18 is coming to Netflix at the end of June. Oh. So. Started Severance recently on Apple TV. Ooh. What is that one? That, that's fascinating. That, hey, wait, 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 wait. That's you got go, Humpty Dumpty, is, right? Is that no you, Is that where you go to work and you're at work and then when you go back home you forget what happens at so, work? So yeah, without letting too much, the employees of this certain company undergo a process called Severance. This, you all learned this. Why in did first. you? Why did you not invite me to start the show with Don't. you? I'll, I'll give you, go would there. you like okay. me to give you the reason why you didn't? Why? Because he's going to watch it without you, and he wouldn't keep up well, with you. He would just watch it all. But yes, they go to work. They yeah. go to work, and they have no idea what happens at is work. Is it all out right now, or uh, is it like? Yeah, a, I think so. Okay, I think it's all. Out. I, I haven't watched many. I've watched a couple, but it's good. It's it's trippy. It's okay. really good. Yeah. What are you watching? What am I watching? Yeah, absolutely nothing. But I can give you something to watch. Give me something to watch. Uh, I know that the last season currently airing right now of Killing Eve is on and the only reason I like that is because people get murdered. <laughs> All right. There's your high Jared. school teacher, folks. <laughs> Brooks, I'm sitting right next to you. I want you to know that. Throwback to the Extra Point days. Remember Japanese horse racing? <laughs> I gotta find some archives. Of the show. <laughs> Check that on on YouTube. You so much. <laughs> Check that on YouTube. You That's your streaming pick. You can't. The Extra Point WEGL 91.1 FM. It's out there. You, you I was talking it, about folks. the Japanese horse racing. <laughs> Well, I'm saying you guys talking about Japanese horse racing is out there as That's well. That's also true. The, <laughs> if you go to YouTube and type in Japanese horse racing, it just... 
I remember that, but I don't remember that, if that makes oh. sense. Oh, right on yeah. head, to, head to YouTube and check it out. Yeah. Uh, that does it for today's show. Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah. Jared, thank you, man. I appreciate you. I was just trying to find a house. I know. And here you are on the show today. That does it for today's show alongside Jared Dillard. We'll see you tomorrow. Brooks Childress and Austin Scott. (laughs) My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.